0: or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net.
1: American Financing,
2: Colorado's home
1: for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate.
2: When bad weather hits, be ready. Let Goodyear help during our biggest event. Now through December thirty first, 2017, get up to $200 back on select Goodyear tires. That includes the new Assurance Weather Ready, offering Goodyear's best all-weather traction for Mother Nature's worst. Plus, ask about special financing. See store for details. Stop by Roadmaster's Auto & Tire Center in North Glen, Lafayette and Boulder, or RoadmastersAuto.com. KKSE. Parker. Denver. Home of the Nuggets. Home of the Avalanche.
3: Altitude 950. Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios. The Vic Lombardi Show. starts now.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, at the ones and twos, for the Vic Lombardi Show, the hardest working man in Denver, makes some noise for Jesse Trujillo. On the wing, the man whose last name is impossible to pronounce, Marty O! Oh, oh. At forward, the big redhead, notorious shoulder driver, H.W. Peterson! And in the hot seat, wearing the fancy black shorts, and he's always right. Thinks he's always right. James Manchester Mirlach. And the man in the middle, he's a small man,
5: but he's a good
4: doctor. Attorney at flaw makes a noise. Everybody up on your feet. No one sitting in your seat. It's time to meet Big
0: Lombardi. Yeah. Sluice on the floor to steal for Denver.
6: And he gets the outlet past us. Harry over to Nikola Jokic. And I believe the Golden State Warriors have waved the white flag. Quinn Cook is into the game, and the fans are headed for the exits here at the Oracle. Good night, everybody. Merry Christmas. Runner by Jokic is up and in. And the Nuggets lead it by 19 points, their big lead of the
7: night.
8: So the Nuggets did what the Cleveland Cavaliers could not. They went into Golden State and won a game. Yes, sirree. Merry Christmas, everybody. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show. Joined by James Manchester Marillette, H.W. Will Peterson, Jesse Trujillo, Marty O. Fellas, hope you had a great weekend. Hope you had a great Christmas.
9: It was. It was a, uh, a great time, a lot of family time. And Saturday night, I didn't do anything because I knew Sunday night was, or excuse me, Friday night. Whatever. My nights are confused. The night the Nuggets and the Abs were amazing, I didn't do anything, and I just sat there and flat uh switch back and forth. Yeah. I was like a giddy schoolgirl watching those two outcomes happen. Between what happened in Arizona and what happened in Golden State, that was an amazing night for Denver sports.
10: Uh yes, it was a great Christmas weekend. I'm like you, Will. I have no idea what day of the week it is and what day the Broncos played and all the all the rest it's of it. Freaking me out. But the uh the Avs, great. Nuggets better than we could have hoped. Oh we, my gosh. We were talking right. last week that hey when when we go tonight to the game And sit courtside with our winner from last week's contest. They may be below 500. I mean, that's a tough. That's a tough back to back. So win both of those is that's a that's a gift right there. From in terms of Christmas, that's awful nice. So that was good. But man, how bad was that Broncos game? I hate to focus on the negative, but good lord, that was a terrible three hours. Before we get
8: going, I need to remind myself on Siri because you just said something about the game tonight. Hey, Siri, remind me about the Altitude Radio promotion tonight at the Nuggets game. Remind me at 10 a.m. All right, sorry about that. Hey, um, by the way, Vic, did you did you see the front of the sports page? Oh, uh, yeah, don't, don't, don't. I'm in a bad mood already. <laughs> you, you know I'm in a bad mood. You know, I came in, unfortunately, after uh, a beautiful Christmas in a bad mood. The last thing I need to see is this. I know. Wait, All why right.
9: are you in a bad mood, or do you
8: not uh, want to talk about you know, it on air?
9: You know, I got some issues... Issue. I've got issues. Put it that way. Okay, I've got issues. I'm not going to force you, but it's just if you know if you're going to tell people you're in a bad mood, people are probably curious why well, you're in a bad mood.
8: Will came in with this bottle of bourbon for me. Thank you very much. No problem. Merry it's Christmas. Tucker might be half over by the end of this show.
9: We'll show the folks on Periscope. So it's four roses bourbon. So when you buy a gift for Vic Lombardi, you're kind of conscious of what you're buying. Sure.
11: Yeah, you this want stuff
9: sure. ain't $40, yeah. but it ain't $4 either. I'm just going to put it that way.
10: What is the difference between bourbon and whiskey? Anyone? I think it's where it's from. I think bourbon is from Kentucky. Is that what it is? I think That's so. It? Well, there's some other things. There's okay, some, what, some what, about how, what percentage of it is corn. I think it has to be 51% corn. Right. What is scotch then? Scotch is whiskey that is aged in... Barrels okay. that are yeah, something getting, or other. I don't know. I know it's, it's from a, Scotland.
9: Fine. And it's smoky. Cause okay. they, and for the record, He's I got deep. everyone a gift. I got yeah, Jesse a you. gift. I got Mario a gift. I got Manchester a gift. Thank you for the wine. I don't I discriminate.
10: Yours are coming. Alright. It's kind of nice. We get to stretch Christmas out this way.
8: Yeah, um, this is good. My favorite gift was, was this. And it's not even my gift. My daughter got it, but then she re-gifted it to me. It's Great. my own little sound maker. Yeah, it's, you know, one of those little things you push a button and it makes it sound. I'll, all I right. Don't know
10: why I love this thing. Whatever. <laughs> I mean,
8: it's got like 30 different sound effects. Okay. I just
10: absolutely it's love like it. It's like you're walking around all day with
12: yes, drops with this drop thing. Yeah. I wish very I could nice. put
9: my own drops
10: into this. Does it shock you that he's very entertained by this Manchester it's not at all. Not in the least. I mean, there there'll be segments today where we're having to do all the talking cuz he's playing with the sound right. machine. How, how
8: good is that? It's All right, coming. Listen, I'm glad you guys started with the uh, Nugget stuff, because here's what I'm going to do. This is the final week of 2017, according to my sources. Is that correct? Yes.
9: Your sources would be spot on. Just show like me. your sources were spot on about Brock Osweiler starting the entire yeah.
8: week. Well, that was never going to change. You know, they put on a little show because they wanted to... I, You know, I still do not know why they did not tell people Brock was starting. I told you on this radio show the day after... The Broncos beat the Colts. What did I say on this radio show?
10: Brock Osweiler would start on Christmas Eve. Brock Osweiler was told he
8: was going to start on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. So what was with the song and dance for ten days? Uh
10: it's an organization that doesn't know what it's doing.
13: I mean, why would you
8: why is that not public consumption? Why do you have to hide until game day to tell
10: people who's starting? I don't have any idea. It doesn't make any sense to me at all. I, I don't know what the benefit was, and I'm sitting there Watching to me, the the moment of the game was Brock Osweiler trying to fire up his teammates. Right, like, no one and everybody's just sitting there. And that looks like a guy of like, "Hey, man, we didn't even know you were playing until yesterday. You're out here trying to lead us." It puts him in a bad spot. It puts everybody in a bad spot. VJ's up there all week, having to act like he doesn't know and and lie to the media. It just is. It's just another I, example I, of the total dysfunction. I, bl- I
8: blame Paxton Lynch.
10: I do too. I bl- I, I do. Wait and for wait, the whole wait, me,
8: off wait, season. Me. The whole off season. How You know, we played the same thing in the offseason where they couldn't identify a quarterback. Oh, who is it? Who is it? Nobody knows. I blame Paxton Lynch. He had an entire offseason where Trevor Simeon was not even there because he was hurt. And he could not rest away the starting. Spot. I
9: am with you, Vic. There, I tweeted it on Sunday. There is one person yep. who this is a major indictment yep. on that Paxson Lynch isn't in exactly. the game. And How? that is Paxson Lynch. And Manchester, we talked about it Friday. His, his press conference with the media when he said, well, if the trainers clear me was ridiculous. He needed to get in front of those mics and say, damn I'm it, playing. there's two games I'm left playing. and I'm a first round pick playing. and I'm going to prove myself. Exactly. I don't,
10: I don't disagree with you guys. I'm just not blaming him for the song and dance all no, week, but the song and dance is a A result of his
8: indecision. His own. I believe this wholly. If he wanted to play, he would have played. I think the reason they waited so long is they were waiting on him.
10: They were waiting on him. Probably, but we talked about it last week. If, If I'm him... And I'm getting criticized, uh, like I did during training camp, for every mistake I make. And the other guy never gets any criticism. I ain't going out there till I'm ready to, to perform at a level where I think I can succeed. Because I don't want to just get... I mean, everybody gets on that guy for everything he does. So what happens this week? I would assume
8: he plays this week. All right, but that whole criticism thing, you don't think it's going to apply this week? Oh, it'll apply, but if you're not healthy... You're setting yourself up for failure. So he's playing a Kansas City team that has absolutely nothing to play for. If Correct. I'm the Kansas City Chiefs, why even bother?
9: Well, they'll probably start Mahomes, you would think. Oh, so my that, God, yes. that'll be an interesting preview of this quarterback we're going to see next year for yes. the Chiefs. So that that does make me want to watch the game just for that reason. But But, again, you won't have an
8: easier layup than this week at home. Against Kansas City, a team that has zero to play for.
9: They probably want a little momentum going into the playoffs. They have to play Baltimore the following week. They don't want okay. to come lay an egg before okay. a playoff game. What's a tougher circumstance at Washington yesterday or Kansas City here with nothing to play for? I'm just curious. What's a tougher Washington's game? not a very good football I know. team. I know. I'm not going to call it a coin flip Vic. I'm not trying to live on the edge here, but i I think it's a coin flip because I do think the Chiefs will want to come in on Sunday and have a little momentum going into their playoff game either the following
10: Saturday or Sunday. I think they're going to treat it as a bye week. I think it's a total layup. i I, I think this if Paxton Lynch can't have some success this week, well, why bother? There's no opportunity. There's no scenario in which he can have success as an NFL quarterback. All right. I'm
8: going to say something that. And this is a report. I'm putting on my reporter's hat now. Okay, Okay. this is my reporter's hat. I was told Brock was going to be the starter, and they would possibly change their mar- their minds if Paxton Lynch displayed the will to play and the will to get the reps at practice, mm. and that will was never displayed.
10: Wow. God, that's an indictment.
9: And that is, that is Vic Lombardi attaching his name to what happened. Well, here's the other part. That's
10: crazy, he's, he's saying he's, he, I believe he was the one who said it. Maybe Vance said it about him. But he was 90%. How many guys in that locker room? How many guys who played? 100%. Who's 100? Right, that's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Who played on Saturday or Sunday? Who played in, in Washington who was any higher than 90% healthy? Mm-hmm. Was there a, one guy? Maybe Brandon McManus? Maybe Riley Dixon? Was yeah. there anybody on the field who was more than 90%? Yes. And you're not going to play at 90%? I, Isaiah McKenzie was. He was 174%. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Not mentally. Well, like, I saw that, like, dude, you gotta go if
9: you're 90%. So, I, so I, I wanna ask you this, Manchester. I wanna ask you this. As the lone remaining Paxton Lynch supporter in Denver media, are you officially
10: off the bandwagon? Have you I don't know that off? I was ever on the bandwagon. Mm-hmm.
0: Or, I, okay, I, I but really? You were,
10: you were kinder to that guy than most people were. Yes. I, well, no, I was fair. I was fair. When I watch training camp, I would say, this guy did this well, this guy did this poorly. Mm -hmm. The other guy did this well and did this poorly. Mm -hmm. I was fair, and I don't think anybody else or very few other people in this town were were fair. I've never never said he's a good quarterback. I just said the last two years should not have been wasted while we didn't find out. Mm -hmm. And we still don't know squat, although maybe we found out this week. I think we know. Maybe we found out. Mm -hmm. I think we know. He didn't have to play to tell us what we need to know.
8: Again, I think we know based on an entire offseason where he could have rested away the starting position, did not. An entire regular season where he had multiple chances to do it, did not. A week going into the second-to-last game, did not.
10: How many did-nots do you need before you're told, he's just not going to do it? I think he's out of did-nots. Now, it can click at any time for people. Everybody matures at different points in life, but... It ain't very encouraging, I can tell you that much.
13: Uh, a
8: lot of conflicting reports suddenly about the future of Vance Joseph as well. I want to get into that. And in our piping hot takes, mine's going to be very simple. Every day this week, since it is the final year, final week of the 2017 year, I'm going to ask a question where you guys predict the future. Because we have one guy in this room who's become a bona fide soothsayer. When it comes to the future. That's nice of you to, to give me that compliment, Vic. Yeah. I mean, he's one win away from 6-10. and
14: Oh, well, and they're getting
8: to it. Yeah. We <gasps> so, will never hear the end of that. We will predict the future in our piping hot takes. Plus, to Tlaib, what time are we visiting with
9: Akeem? 9 today? o'clock, little funky schedule for the Broncos. They were off yesterday, so keep at 9, Jeff Legwald on the phone at 8.30. Merry Christmas, everybody. you got the Vic Lombardi Show right here on
8: Altitude 950. <laughs>
3: Altitude
6: 950, Denver's all-sports station, Kreckman and Harris. Coming up on the Tuesday edition of Krekman and Harris Broncos, back to their losing ways, falling in our nation's capital. We only have to watch this team one more time in 2017, thankfully, as they now get ready for Alex Smith and the Chiefs. We'll have it all covered coming up Tuesday, Krekman and Harris. Every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950.
12: Tune in tonight on Altitude as your Denver Nuggets look for a win at home against the Utah Jazz. Pre-game starts tonight on Altitude at 6 p.m. with tip-off at 7 p.m. Check us out on the web at AltitudeSports.com for channel numbers in your area. And don't forget to like Altitude on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for game previews and exclusive interviews with your favorite Nuggets players and coaches. Altitude Sports, your TV home of the Denver Nuggets.
1: Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to bergsimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G
15: Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. This is Steve Berg of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results. And you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's
7: BergSimpson.com. Berg
15: Simpson. Good lawyers changing lives.
7: Scott Ace is here. Urology cancers including prostate, kidney, and bladder are among the top ten cancers diagnosed. In men at porter advantage hospital part of the centura health cancer network they are pioneers in robotic urology surgeries performing more than anyone in the entire rocky mountain region in fact they've been named among the top five percent in the nation for prostate surgery three years in a row learn more about their minimal incisions maximum expertise at porterhospital.org slash urology
2: this may not be easy for you to hear but you might need a hearing device do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you have a game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet indulgences of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand daily and with only the best ingredients. That was Ray's way. Come enjoy our delicious donuts at one of our nine conveniently located Colorado Lamar's. And also visit us online at Lamar's.com. That's Lamar's.com, where we have simply a better donut. At KeyBank, we believe financial wellness is all about taking small steps.
5: Financial wellness means spending your money wisely and being aware of your spending. KeyBank's financial wellness tool not only makes it so that I can track my spending, but I can see what I'm spending my money on. I feel more conscious of what I'm spending and I feel like I have the reins
16: more
13: than I did before.
14: If you want to take your first steps to financial wellness, use the red key. Key KeyBank, member FDIC. Safeway is currently hiring drivers to work in our transportation department, located on 570 in Colorado. You will ensure the deliveries are made on time with precision routes and timely scheduling. You will be able to go home at the end of every shift. And the starting rate for the driver's position is $22.49 an hour with a potential bonus of up to $5,000. You must have documented work experience in the transportation trucking industry to be considered for this position. You must have a Class A CDL, at least three years or equivalent to 300,000 miles of all-season or mountain driving experience with tractor-trailer equipment. Refrigeration experience preferred. Must be 21 years old to apply. This is a great opportunity to work with a stable company you can retire with. Safeway treats their employees outstanding, offering an excellent compensation and benefit package, starting out at $22.49 per hour with a potential bonus of up to $5,000. To apply for the driver's position, log on to SafewayDenverDC.com. That's SafewayDenverDC.com. Safeway is a drug-free workplace. The Altitude 950 Traffic
11: Update.
17: Light volume and good speed. So far, traffic is brought to you by the Rock and Roll Marathon Series. There is a crash reported south on I-25 approaching the Mead exit. So watch for activity there. Multiple accidents along I-70 east of the Eisenhower Tunnel up the higher elevations. Rock and Roll Marathon Series is gearing up for 2018. Don't miss the best-in-class running experience where miles of music motivate you and bands and fans line the course. Register now. Run rockandroll.com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950.
3: Altitude 950. Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi.
18: Uh, Come cool. On the right side of McManuson's range here, third and ten. Oswaldo's passenger
0: side is caught. That's Isaiah McKenzie. McKenzie, though, not getting nope. out of bounds. And I'm not sure they're going to be able to stop this clock.
5: We lost the fumble, interception, and we had issue with uh, McKenzie not getting out of bounds. And that cost us three points, but that wasn't about poise. That's about playing good football. Simple as that. You know, we ain't control of the game. I mean, with 433 to go, we've outgained them by almost 100 yards. So what we've done well the last two weeks, it, it was working again. You know, but obviously turnovers appeared again. That, that kills you.
8: You got the Vic Lombardi Show Tuesday morning. It feels off this week uh, with all the holidays abound, but uh, we can deal with it. For those of you who are on your way to work this morning, roads are not busy at all, so I get it. We appreciate you listening to the program. to Leave at 9 a.m. The Broncos had yesterday off because of Christmas, so they're back at work today, which explains the change of schedule on this end. So 9 a.m. with to Tlaib. I will ask him about that play that resulted in miscommunication. You remember the play. Mm-hmm. Who was that guy that cut the touchdown pass for Washington?
9: Was it Dotson?
8: Dotson. 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 Do- Dotson. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to ask what happened there. Well, now. did
9: you see Nick Cosmiter's tweet about what Akeem did? Yeah, he threw his helmet, he was mad. Chucked a water bottle like he was he was not a happy camper. I will say he was in a good mood though yesterday.
8: Was he? Yeah. When you talked to him? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because he knows that there's one more week of this stuff.
9: Yeah. And I said, how's A fifteen? And he said, We're working at eight. Let's do nine. I said, All right, that's fine. Fire it up, Jesse, our piping hot takes.
3: I am the greatest! Because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station, and the Vic Lombardi show present Piping Hot. Takes. Brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital, top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's Vic's Hot Take.
8: I've got so many hot takes on this Tuesday morning, but I'm going to take one from the Jim Valvano School of Thought here. Wasn't it Jim in that wonderful SP speech that said every single day you should think, you should laugh, and you should cry? Correct? I believe that is correct, yes. Those are the three things. So, thinking was easy. Well, at least I think it was easy. Thinking while watching all these Christmas Day games. And by the way, I love the fact that the NBA plays on Christmas Day. I think they overdo it a bit. There are too many games now. I mean, if you watch every single one of those NBA games, are you kidding me? There was a late night one, too. Who won the late night one? Let me look it up here. There's like a one that started at 10 o'clock our time, for crying out loud. That's how late it was. All right, 76ers beat the Knicks. I watched a little bit of that. Warriors beat the Cavs. Certainly saw the foul fest at the end of that one. Wizards beat the Celtics. Thunder beat the Rockets. Watch out for them. Oh, and here it is. This is the one that I had my eye on. The Timberwolves 121-104 over the Lakers. The Timberwolves are now 21-13. and And this is my hot take. This is the think portion. And I'll ask each of you this to predict something. Who will win the Northwest Division if you had to predict it today? Minnesota, Oklahoma City. I agree with you, Manchester. Oklahoma City will emerge. They've won four in a row. They're 19-15. and 15. They're just getting it going. I think OKC, when it's all said and done, will win the Northwest. Minnesota will sort of fall back a bit. Not entirely back, but I do not think they will hold on to this lead. That's my think portion. My last portion came watching our boy Isaiah McKenzie take a hard right when he should have taken a hit hard left. Late in the first half, and I know a lot of people suddenly started blaming the coaching for that. How do you blame coaches for a dude who looks up at the scoreboard and sees that there are seven seconds left? How is that coaching?
9: The
10: coaches put him was, on the field, Vic.
9: But th-
8: but they put him on the field because the front office wants him on the field.
10: Here is the other part I hate. I hate listening to announcers say it's a rookie mistake. Uh rookie? They, have, they have a clock in college. R- wait, wait. Now. Rookie. They have a clock in high school. When I coached my Stupid. nine-year-old, he would know better than that. Exactly. Exactly.
8: Rookie. rookie at what level? There are nine seconds left. You have no timeouts, no doubt. So I, I laughed. I could only laugh. That's how bad that. That's how egregious that was. Given all the mistakes he's made, and now my crying part. Did you guys see the video? And I encourage you to check out my Twitter feed of the rookie draft pick of the Arizona Diamondbacks, who for Christmas sent a letter to his parents and paid off the rest of their mortgage, thanking them for everything they've done for him. They started crying. He started crying. I started crying. I mean, it was just beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. That's pretty awesome. Very cool. And I'm not saying he's saving the world, but just to see that, I think, I laugh, I cried. I did all three yesterday. Next hot take.
3: It's HW's Hot Take.
9: All right, so it was Saturday night. I had some fun Friday night. I knew the holidays, Christmas, all that would be busy. So Saturday night, it was... Will, you're going to hang on your couch, and you're going to watch the Nuggets and the Avs, the two most exciting teams in Denver sports right now. And, Vic, Man- Manchester and I sat here Friday, and we said, you've got to find a way to go one-and-one one on this road trip. you just got to find a way to do it. And after they won Friday night in Portland, I was thinking, whoo, going to go one-and-one one on this road trip. That's great. They did what they needed to do. And as that game's playing out in Golden State, and you were there, Vic, so you can tell us even more about it, it was, they've got a chance. They've got a ch- oh Oh, my Oh my goodness, they're up double digits going into the fourth quarter in Golden State. What is going on? And then we heard the call from Cause to start the show when they went up 19, and it was, as Cause would say, over. I mean, that is, that's the Nuggets' best win in four years. Like, they went into Golden State on the second night of a back-to-back and won. Like, I overstate a lot of things. I get it. I, I tend to use hyperbole. But you can't overstate what the Nuggets did that night in Golden State, and the night before in Portland. Congratulations to Michael Malone and the Denver Nuggets. Those are two wins that we will gush about this morning, and rightfully so.
10: That was a terrible
9: sound effect. Yeah, That was awful.
10: Bad R- choice. Real quick, I,
9: real quick on the abs, because I don't want to cut Manchester short. I'm also flipping over to that. It's a 0-0 game, and this jackass from the Coyotes punches Steven Gerrard in the face, sucker punches, completely inappropriate. Luckily, Eric Johnson kicks the crap out of him, turns into a brawl in Phoenix. The Avs score four goals in the next four minutes to go up 4 nothing. I was just like, oh my gosh, who cares about the Broncos? The Nuggets and the Avs are growing up before our eyes, and they did on Saturday night in a big way. Let's mash some
11: face.
10: Next hot take. It's Manchester's hot take. Before I get into it, Vic, are the Nuggets undefeated when you go on the road with them? Uh, close. It's funny that you say that because each of the coaches,
8: you know, how every coach is superstitious. Yeah. When we got on the team plane, I swear to God, they said you're going on every road trip. You're
10: two and zero oh this year, right? That's the two first one lost in Utah. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. But
8: these two were big too. Huge. Big two. Because when we looked at the schedule, remember I looked at this road trip a month ago and I said,
10: Yeah, good luck with that. Portland, yeah. G State, back to back. No doubt. No doubt. Uh guys, I know we haven't talked a ton about it and it was a dismal uh performance. It just was a three hour hole on Christmas Eve that was brutal. But that Bronco game was so bad and I when I find when I finally turned it off It was so unentertaining. There was nothing of interest, nothing to entertain you. There's this is I don't think we quite appreciate how bad this football team has gotten. They've lost 10 games. you know the margin of defeat, average margin of defeat in their 10 losses? Mm, 12 points. 15.9. Wow. The... More than two touchdowns. That's officially a blowout in the NFL the circle. The and 15 Browns have lost by an average of 11.47. Mm-hmm. They're playing closer games than the Broncos, at least in the losses. The Browns have lost one game by more than 20. The Broncos have lost four. It should have been five. They got a garbage-time touchdown at Washington to make that thing... 27 to 11. It should have been 27 to 3. They are bad in every way, shape, and form. They're bad on defense a lot of times. They were bad the other day. They're terrible on special teams and their offense. It doesn't matter who plays quarterback, it doesn't matter who calls the plays. It is a string of three, four, five play drives that take a minute and a half and put your defense back on the field. They are awful and they've gotten no better. Guys, I hate to be the one who says someone should get fired, but look, Vance, Vance Joseph's got a four year contract. He's getting paid either way. This is about what is 2018 and beyond. They made a mistake. The, the leader of men, the CEO type is, is not up for the task. He's not up for the job. This is the worst Broncos team I can remember. And that's not hyperbole. You can't bring back the coach who put that product on the field. Vance Joseph has to be done after New Year's Eve. Well, Well, and Mike Florio wrote an article yesterday, and Vic,
9: I think that's where you were going too. Uh, You know Florio a little better than I do, Vic. He's not writing that unless he's heard some rumblings, right? Yeah,
8: you know, he didn't cite anybody or source anybody, so I'm not entirely sure if I believe him when he says that he's done. The rumblings have been there, but remember, I just cautioned everyone a week ago when everybody said he was coming back. Remember what I said? I said, let's wait till it all unwinds. Mm-hmm. Let's wait till the end of the season before we determine he's coming back. I said, it sounds like he believes he's coming back, but I, I always say wait until the dust settles at the end of the season to determine whether he's coming back. Here's the thing though.
10: And it's the, it's the John Embry, <clears throat> Mike McIntyre example that I use all the time. It's not necessarily about the record. It's about how you get there. This team isn't better in any way, shape, or form right now than they were three months ago. They're not improving. They're getting worse. There's one scene that resonates with me.
8: One four-second scene from the game in Washington, D.C. that typifies what this season has been and tells you what needs to happen. I'll explain what that is. Plus, how good exactly, historically, was that Nuggets two-game road trip? We've talked about it, but when you put it in a historical perspective, what does it mean, and does it change your tune regarding the Nuggets? All that coming up next on the Vic Lombardi Show. you got Altitude 950.
10: All right, renters, it's James Merrillat from my friends at American Financing, and as 2018 approaches, it's time to stop throwing money away on rent every month. Yeah, you know this, but where do you start? How about this? Start looking into down payment assistance and first-time homebuyer programs that are going to get you into your own home for as low as a $1,000 down. That way, you're building equity for yourself. It's easy. At American Financing, they have salary-based mortgage consultants who are going to talk you through the best options. They'll get you a pre-approval letter fast so you know how much home you'll qualify for and they can even hook you up with a realtor if you need one you don't have to worry about crazy fees or feeling pressured these are the good guys they have over a thousand google reviews plus they have an a plus rating with the better business bureau so pick up the phone and give them a call 303-695-7000 or check them out online at americanfinancing.com
2: become a homeowner today with the official mortgage company of altitude 950 this may not be easy for you to hear but you might need a hearing device Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you have the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit EchoHearingCenter.com.
13: Do you have a hankering for some real, authentic, quality Colorado Mexican food? Make your way down to Real de Mines. Experience the ambiance and taste of Mexico with their meals prepared from the freshest of ingredients. And when you're in the mood to unwind, the happy hours at Real de Mines will help. Live music, karaoke, and delicious, authentic Mexican food, it's Real de Mines with four convenient locations. Find the location closest to you and drool over their online menu at Real de Mines Restaurant dot com.
12: Please join us in supporting Children's Hospital Colorado this holiday season by bringing your unwrapped toy donations to the showroom at Ferrari and Bentley of Denver in partnership with 3D Lacrosse, located on County Line Road in Highlands Ranch. Children's Hospital Colorado is one of the top children's hospitals in the nation, helping kids across Colorado and the West. Ferrari and Bentley of Denver is committed to offering you an exceptional customer experience. Please help us by stopping by the showroom today with your unwrapped toy donation. We are located on County Line Road in
1: Highlands Ranch.
19: At Morningstar Senior Living at Ridgegate, simple little things make all the difference. For we know that in the details, senior living becomes senior loving. Our beautiful new community in Lone Tree celebrates senior living in the modern age. We offer suites for independent and assisted living and for memory care. Morningstar, casting a new light in Lone Tree. Call 720-545-1645. 720-545-1645.
4: Attention, the biggest automotive sales event of the year is here.
16: The 34th Annual Medved Inventory Equalization Sale. Our
4: accounts have advised us to position our dealerships for 2018.
16: It's imperative that Medved Chevrolet's inventories be equalized, and that means thousands in savings on acres of vehicles.
4: This is the moment you've been waiting for.
16: 0% financing up to 60 months for those who qualify or no payments till spring 2018.
4: Medved Chevrolet will sacrifice thousands of dollars off MSRP to save you money.
16: Save on Tahoe's, Equinox, Cruze, Malibu and Sonic.
4: This is the time to buy.
16: Act now. Selection is huge, but expected to diminish rapidly.
4: The 34th Annual MedVet Inventory Equalization Sale.
16: Sale ends January 3rd, 2018. No extensions.
4: MedVet Chevrolet. On the I-25 corridor depart the 181 Rep Castle Rock. And on I-70 in Wheat Ridge. Exit Kipling. Exit Ward. But exit the giant MedVet Autoplex. Chevy. Find new roads.
16: G5767 MSRP 19400 plus. Tax, title, and fees includes $599 dollars with approved credit. Subject to prior sale. See MedVet for details. Expires
3: 1318. Hello? <laughs> The Altitude 950 traffic
11: update.
17: Speeds are good and traffic is light around the metro area. Traffic brought to you by the Rock and Roll Marathon Series. There is an accident off to the shoulder Southbound I-25 approaching the Mead exit. One approaching the Northwest Parkway. So watch for that and a roll of carpet reported in the far right lane. Watch for this hazard. Southbound I-25 approaching 8th Avenue. Rock and Roll Marathon Series is gearing up for 2018. Don't miss the best in class running experience where miles of music motivate you and Bands and fans line the course. Register now. Runrockandroll. dot com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on altitude nine
3: fifty. Altitude nine fifty, Denver's all sports station. Text us at three zero nine three three to join the show.
5: Forty <laughs>
8: Yeah, you can't hear it very well because of the translation from television to radio. But the video underneath that sound there was Brock Osweiler, early in the game, just blasting his teammates on the sideline, okay? Walking up and down the bench, just screaming. To no one in particular, mind you. Just screaming aloud, trying to generate some sort of spark. Did it work? Yeah, like not at all. But that, to me... That, to me, typified the entire Bronco season. One guy trying to get something going, and the rest of the players, correct me if I'm wrong here, you guys saw it, basically ignoring him.
10: Mm-hmm. Well, and they didn't even ignore him from the standpoint of like, ah, I'm not looking, at him and act like I'm not hearing him. A couple of them just stared at him with just a blank like, look. Like, what like, are you doing? Why are you yelling at us? It, what is going on? What, what are you doing? Don't you know that? The season's over? See, but that's another reason I think it's an indictment of the head coach. That, that tenor or that, that tone on the sideline was pathetic. I, I mean, you're a professional football team. You change your travel plans and go out a day late so you can have a little more Christmas time here. You go out and totally lay an egg. You're disinterested. They, they obviously weren't ready to play. That's on the head coach. That's on the head coach. I mean, they're 5 and 10 and the Niners are 5 and 10. Which fan base do you think has more hope? Yeah. And what were your two options? And why was Kyle
9: Shanahan not hired here? That story continues to become a little more sketchy and sketchy of what happened. And in the meantime, I'd want to see the Niners in the playoffs tomorrow. I mean, I think they could compete yeah. in the playoffs tomorrow. They obviously won't get there, but they're trending so positively right now that uh, I can't wait to watch them and the Rams battle it out the next few years because those two teams are both going to be really good. But, guys, we always talk about our quarterbacks, what
8: we want out of our quarterbacks. And one of the items we always need is some want to, some hype, yeah. some yeah. charisma, some animation, right? Those are things we want. Tom Brady does it best. We want those. Brock Osweiler showed you a little bit of that, and it resulted with a thud Nothing happened. Nobody reacted. Man, he said it best after after the game, though. To win in this league, all eleven players
10: gotta play. Who do you think he's calling out on that? All, he, but he started. And he with mentioned the, play call the offensive coordinator. He started
8: with the play call. The play call has to be the right play call, and then all eleven players have to play. If I'm an amateur psychologist here, I think it starts with the offensive line. I think his offensive line just Whoa. let him
10: down. Garrett Bowles, oh my god, did you see him get trucked, dude? He either gets trucked or he holds. How about Stevenson? That's uh, uh, Bowles is just the guy who jumped out. I mean, there were there was not really anybody who played very well, but Garrett Bowles has gotten no better as the year goes on. Another indictment of the coaching staff, but it just is. It's a um, it's amazing to me how inept that offense is. If they're inept. And, okay, they don't have a very good offensive line. Well, neither does Seattle. There's a lot of teams in this league that don't have a very good offensive line. Neither does Washington. Right. Right. I mean, it's just to continue to use those excuses. I liked what I saw out of Brock Osweiler in terms of his fire on the sideline. I think Brock Osweiler's handled himself very well with the media since he's come back. There's a lot to like about what Brock says and how he acts. He's the most grown-up of the bunch. No doubt. And he actually didn't play awful but it's it's almost like the, he just doesn't he doesn't have a chance because of who's around him and how they're run how they're organized it's just it's a it's just the definition of dysfunction. Well, we should have seen this coming because it was
9: Christmas Eve on the East Coast with a team that just didn't really want to be there. They're thinking about what they're doing the next three months. Like I picked Washington. On Friday, but I didn't like emphatically pick Washington. I didn't tell you guys this is the most obvious game on the board because hindsight's twenty twenty. I get it, but it was the most obvious game on the board that the Broncos had no desire to it, be there on Christmas I'm, Eve. I'm
8: trying to think it through right now. All the Broncos games this year, this was definitely top two most boring games oh, I've seen. All year.
9: You're saying that because it's raw, man. Okay, what's which other game could compete with the boring? Well, nature what's the one your game? wife caught you snoring that we played on the show?
8: I can't remember. Was that the Miami game?
9: That was bad. The Philly game was such a beatdown, it was bad. The Jets game, even though they won 23 nothing, was bad.
10: was awful. The was... Cincy
9: game here was bad. The game in Buffalo where Simeon just fell apart
10: was bad. It, it, the game at the Raiders was bad. It was a, that was a 21 nothing game till garbage time. I don't even remember that game.
9: What, like, what, what even happened? Uh, oh, didn't cried? Simeon come in? Paxton cried. Okay. Yeah. The game at Arrowhead, was that a Monday night game where they yes. just got blasted? Yes. I mean... It's to the point where it's like this season has been so just
10: unmemorable. It's all blending together. That's why I said in my hot take, I don't think we appreciate how bad this team is, right? right? And especially because we'll talk about other things, and the Nuggets have been a, a, a good story. The Rockies were a great story all the way until October, which was a, a nice change. The abs have been much better than anticipated. So there have been other things to talk about, and there have been distractions. And so, therefore, we haven't, really given the time to say this team is god awful they're terrible they're uninteresting there's no hope that it's going to get any better based on what they currently have they have to blow it up guys other than blowing it up how are you going to how are you going to roll into training camp and sell people on this year on 2018's going to be better how it's going to be blown up they're going to blow so, it up they're going to blow what, that up what
8: do you mean by blown, it up, blown up in your yeah, mind yeah what do you mean by that massive changes coaching
10: massive Changes.
20: John Elway gone? Over it, over it, over it,
8: over it. Massive changes. No, he's not going to this. Okay.
10: I'm, and I'm not suggesting he should no. be. I'm just trying to dial in here or, or, you know, narrow down what massive changes
8: mean. Massive changes mean more changes to the personnel of this football team than you've seen in the last four years combined.
10: Combined. In my yes. Well, that's fine because hell, half the guys on the field I'm, I don't even know who they are yeah. anymore. Yeah. When Marcos Rios, I, I Marcus said, Rios made
11: I said that play, they we were all thinking, "Who yeah. the
9: hell is Rios?" Yeah, and nothing
11: against and some the of kids.
9: their some of their inactives, man. Nikki tweeted the inactives out, and I was like, "You could have
10: just made Will Peterson inactive because I've never heard of these people." But he, think about what this team could have been in terms of coaching staff, guys. It could have been Kyle Shanahan as your head coach and Wade Phillips as your DC. Hey, you
11: never know.
10: Could you could you seriously do better than that? Well, that's what we all sort of assumed
8: was going to happen. Right. What's interesting about that assessment is I'm reading this. We all see what Kyle Shanahan is now doing with Jimmy G. Have you seen what Wade Phillips has done since joining a new team? This was tweeted out, and Wade actually joined the tweet and corrected the person who tweeted it. Really? Wade Phillips in 2017, okay, the Rams are the eighth straight team to make the playoffs in his first season of a particular stint with that team. He did it this year with the Rams, with the Broncos in 15, Texans in 2011, Cowboys in 2007, Chargers in 04, Falcons in 02, Bills in 95, and Broncos in 89. So then Wade reads that tweet and says, well, you left out the times I was the head coach with the Bills and Broncos, but it's okay. I've been very lucky. You know, it's him being modest. Right. Very modest. But my
15: God.
10: My God. We talked about it a lot on this show, and I ranted and raved about the Joe Woods spin that we got out of Dove Valley, right? Rising star. Rising star. And what did I say? 24 years as a defensive backs coach. Same job. That's a rising star. But it was, we're going to let Wade Phillips walk Mm -hmm. because we have this guy that we can't afford to lose in Joe Woods, despite the fact that I don't remember him interviewing anywhere to be a D.C., They let
9: Wade Phillips go. Well, and obviously the, the Rams identified we need this guy because look at the Rams. They've turned it around from one of the worst teams in the NFL to one of the best. 11 months after his defense helped them win a Super Bowl, they let him walk. Uh, The incompetence
8: of that decision. Yeah, I I agree. Yeah. Quickly, uh, did you see enough out of Kirk Cousins in his audition to pay him $30 million a year? No. 30? Well, it's gonna cost you twenty five to thirty million. No. Let's be honest. That's what it's gonna cost you. Yes. Well the, the players I'd were pay. raving. The players were raving. I mean I,
9: I listen to Vaughn Miller after the game say, Well, I'm not gonna comment on that. But I'd love Kirk yes. and he's awesome and he's great, but I'm not gonna comment on that. But Kirk's the best player and I'm paraphrasing, but it was yeah. it was funny. He couldn't even bite his tongue. It's a lot of money for a guy who's never
10: won squat. Okay, I'm just curious because So what's your quarterback plan then? to have to mull on that one a little bit.
9: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, that, I agree with you. It's a lot of money, but it's like, well, at some point you got to fix it. So, I mean, Peyton Manning ain't coming out of retirement. I, I, I guess I don't really know what their other options I, are.
10: You have to just draft a quarterback. They need to stop trying to have a Band-Aid. They need and to just, draft just one of rebuild. these three or four guys and say and they just were, understand it's going to take two more years. Yep. We're trying to find our quarterback for the next dozen years. Well, it, but do you
9: trust them to properly evaluate quarterbacks? Well, you know, those are changes. They have been have able to, to do it in the past. If the draft were
8: to take place today, the Broncos, I believe, would draft 6th or 7th, correct? They need They're to lose there. Sunday. It's but, a big deal that but, they lose but Sunday. But I look at the teams in front of them, and of the teams in front of them, only two of those teams will draft a quarterback, which means that if the draft lived today, the Broncos would get the third best quarterback on the table.
10: And I, do I trust them to evaluate? No, but I think it's a little bit like the Von Miller draft. I'm not sure you can miss. How do you mess up, right? I mean, it let some, let the other teams take the first two, and you just take who's left. I mean, it, it, I don't know that you can miss with those four or five guys. Josh
9: Allen looks a lot like Paxton Lynch and Brock Osweiler. He's tall, and he's got a big arm. That's all I'm telling when you. When we come him.
8: back, what happened to me in the closing seconds at Golden State, I thought I was going to get beat upon. I really did. Well, you were in Oakland. Yes. But what I did and what happened, uh wait till you hear this. The Nuggets win two in a row in the most unlikeliest of places. At Portland, where they hadn't won since 2013. At Golden State, where they hadn't won since 2014. Merry Christmas,
21: everybody.
12: Tune in tonight on Altitude as your Denver Nuggets look for a win at home against the Utah Jazz. Pre-game starts tonight on Altitude at 6 p.m. with tip-off at 7 p.m. Check us out on the web at AltitudeSports.com for channel numbers in your area. And don't forget to like Altitude on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for game previews and exclusive interviews with your favorite Nuggets players and coaches. Altitude Sports, your TV home of the Denver Nuggets.
2: This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you have a game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit echohearingcenter.com.
16: Hey, my friends, it's Emily, and I know this is going to be uncomfortable, but we need to have a talk. No offense, but I see way too many of the same old boring cars on the roads. We live in one of the most beautiful states in the country, and let's face it, your cars have no personality. I want you to join me in the revolution and start to think mini. With all-wheel drive and room for five in the mini countrymen and Clubman. you could have a ride good-looking enough for Colorado with tons of mile-high style. Go see my friends at Shop Mini for incredible year-end offers. Shop Mini, one price. One person, one hour, shopmini.com.
3: Mike Landis. Our lives
2: are more hectic than ever. All the other newscasts come on before you get home. Except one. Channel 2 News at 7 is a newscast
3: you can come home to every evening. Join us tonight for news that's unique to Colorado and the state's most accurate forecast so you can plan for tomorrow. Watch Channel 2 News at 7. Every night on Colorado Zone Channel 2.
16: Sophia went through a lot of tutoring and got minimal results. For her ADHD, she was almost off the charts. None of the typical therapies met her needs. We felt like we were constantly playing catch up. There was great guilt. Like I had done something wrong. I hadn't taught my child what she needed to learn. She wasn't functioning in society. I knew, I knew this was going to be the solution. Brain balance is the answer for your kid because it didn't just mask. The problems, it actually addressed the issue. That little girl that wants to do well, that wants to please, that wants to make the right choices, is actually able to make the right choices and to please now. This is not my kid anymore. This is this totally different kid. I don't doubt for a moment that I made the right decision in taking Sophia to Brain Balance. It has completely, completely changed our lives.
21: For ADHD, dyslexia, and other processing disorders, brain balance works. Call 800 877 That's 800 877-5500
15: or go to brainbalance.com. The breakfast burrito, mostly.
13: Sam's number three. A
15: sucker for burritos, and then you make a breakfast, and I'm in.
16: I love their home fries, and I love the tomatillo sauce.
15: Love the green chili here.
16: Everything looked really good, and then I turned the page and saw there was a whole other page of breakfast.
1: I think there's a taste for everybody.
17: I love the menu. It's a great selection. Well, it's been a long-held tradition in my family. I've been coming here since I was a little girl.
15: Sam's number three. In Aurora, off Havana and Parker, in Glendale, off Cherry and Leedsdale, and downtown
17: at 15th and Kern. Stuff is a Good word.
3: The Altitude 950 Traffic Update.
17: Southbound I-25 seeing an accident clearing. Approaching the Mead exit watch for activity. Southbound I-25, there's an accident off to the shoulder at the Northwest Parkway. Traffic is brought to you by Mothers Against Drunk Driving. And a roll of carpet may still be a hazard. Far right lane, southbound I-25 approaching 8th Avenue. Drunk driving is 100% preventable 100% of the time. Help them create a future of no more victims at mad.org. That's M-A-D-D dot O-R-G. I'm Chris McLaughlin. with traffic on Altitude 950.
3: Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. It's a big night for yeah. you guys. Big, big night. Welcome
8: back to the Vic Lombardi show. Tonight at Pepsi Center when the Nuggets take the court to take on the Utah Jazz, seated courtside will be none other than HW in Manchester along with our our winner, uh Jason, who was uh, going to bring a best a guest we assume. This was a, a promotion we had worked in the last couple weeks. Well,
9: how did he win? Uh so it was last week we had 20 qualifiers, right? Okay. Uh one per show per day. And then they uh, they they uh they line them up 1 through 20. They fire up the random number generator, and Jason's number popped up. So uh, I was not even in the building when they picked it on Friday afternoon, but Josh Dover informed us that Jason was on, and we're trying to find the audio because they had Jason on air with Nate. Was he all excited? And he said, I'm going to have fun as long as Manchester doesn't yell at me about the Broncos.
10: I, I don't think I'm going to yell at anybody about the Broncos. I think maybe Jason should say, man. We, th- they should give you a job down there because you right. seem to see all these things coming. And Jason was playing
9: along. No, he said it I... tongue-in-cheek. I'm excited to hang out with Jason and whoever he brings. Uh He also said this was the third biggest accomplishment of his life besides getting <laughs> married and having a kid. So he's pretty wow. excited. Okay, so, okay. that's yeah. a lot of pressure all of a sudden. Yeah, so we'll go to Club Lexus with Jason. We'll hang out. And then, Vic, i got to ask, man, are you going to put us on TV? Well, Why would I do that? Because you put people on TV when you're at the Nuggets game? I don't know. I might. You better come dressed for success. I love this element of mystery.
11: Yeah.
8: He won't tell us. Yeah. First of all, I don't put you on TV. It's not like I have a camera and I turn it to your direction and say, look, you're on TV. I don't even know what it takes to put somebody on
9: TV. So I physically don't put anybody on TV. To answer your question, I mean I'm fine being on TV. I'm comfortable being on TV. I like I did TV in college. I just would like a heads up if you're going to put me on TV. That's is this all I'm because saying?
10: you want to know
9: what, what to wear? wear,
10: or is it like how liquored up you should get? Like what's it's the, just a mental
9: preparation thing of like if he comes over with two minutes to go in the fourth quarter and Jason's trying to buy us tequila shots, I'm going to probably say no. First of all,
8: he can't buy you anything because everything's free in okay. the club. Jason's
9: Lexus. encouraging us to do that.
8: Don't worry about it. I think you're overthinking this. Thing. Yeah, don't worry about it. Think more about the game and the outcome of the game because I think this is a dangerous game for the Denver Nuggets. And people are going to look at me and say, what are you talking about? Utah's not played well. This game's at home. They just beat Portland and Golden State on the road, and you're talking about dangerous? Yes. Yes, it's dangerous. After two days off, enjoying Christmas, coming back home, it's a dangerous game. Mark my words. Well, I'm not saying they're going to lose this game. I think is going to be tougher than people think.
9: All right, so we got to dive into these two wins because a we need to put them in historical perspective, and b we need to hear about your road trip because you win on this road trip. Yeah, probably like Manchester and I, hoping for one and one, and well, you got the yeah. very pleasant surprise
8: of two and up. The road trip was one after the Portland stint, okay?
9: In the Portland game,
8: you win that game, and they had one there in nine tries. Road trip's a success, right? It's over. Good job, guys. Just mail it in. Let's go to Golden State, go through the motions, and it's over. They go to Golden State, win by 17. I mean, they go to Golden State and put a whooping on the Warriors at their joint. That's the same place where Cleveland lost on Christmas Day. And I don't want to hear, well, you know, they're missing Curry. Well, Curry wasn't there when they beat Cleveland. Curry didn't play in that game either. You know, Curry wasn't there for the last seven games. That team went into that Nuggets loss having won 11 in a row. That team's a good team with or without
10: Steph Curry. They've won 12 out of 13. Their loss is the yes, Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets. On their home floor. Great win. I I would agree. I think to, win. to downplay it is is just trying to shoot holes in positive news. So I'm sitting, um, first of all, let me say
8: this, comparing the two joints. Uh, everybody says Portland is loud, and Oracle is louder. They're right. Portland was nothing, partially because they dominated Portland. Oracle is loud. That's one of the loudest arenas I've ever been in. That place is crazy, mm. crazy. Makes it all that much I mean, more impressive. And,
10: and they they were threatening your life. Or what so was what going happened on? was
8: this: the game was over. You know, I am sitting in my my seat up there, getting ready for the post game show, and I am walking down with about a minute and a half to play. The game is sealed. So I'm rolling on my camera. I tweeted this out. I'm just wishing Golden State fans a Merry Christmas as I'm walking down. Okay. Merry Christmas. Have a safe drive home. I'm doing it with a little bit of a, sure, enjoy the night.
2: Yeah. So I'm
8: getting down there and Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. And I've got my Nuggets scarf on, which I'm going to give away. I got a little bit of an elbow from a dude. Really? Wow. Yeah. A little bit, you know, and I, and I turned around. I'm like, what's that all about? And he gives me this look like. You want some? And I, I've got a camera in my hand, and I'm about to do a post-game show. And I'm, I'm half inclined to, hey, let's
10: make a television segment out of this. Right. You getting attacked on the exactly.
8: concourse. Let's, let's, let's do something with it. Now, should I be walking around going Merry Christmas? I was just saying Merry Christmas. I wasn't saying... Go home. Okay, but
9: you were needling, Vic. You knew exactly what you you were doing. You you were needling a bunch of ticked-off people who spent a lot of money to watch their team get their ass kicked by the Nuggets. Do you want to see it? Here, I'll play it. I watched it. It was on Twitter. Let me play it for people
10: who You were antagonizing
8: people. You were antagonizing. I I will play it, and you tell me if this is what you, you deem antagonizing. I don't. I'm walking down just saying, Merry Christmas.
10: That's all I'm doing one after another Also though if you're a warriors fan and you're that upset with one loss you've won 2 out of the last 3 titles Okay but think here have won 12 is. out of 13 games
0: Bye bye Have a Merry Christmas Merry Christmas
8: Merry Christmas to you Merry Christmas Bye bye Merry Christmas Merry Christmas Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Sorry, Merry
10: Christmas. All right, that's sorry?
8: That's sorry? I thought I ran into somebody. Dude gave me a bow.
10: Okay, so here's the thing. After listening to that,
11: yeah.
8: I don't
10: actually think you were being
8: I all know. that sarcastic. I wasn't and, and, going
10: hey, I wasn't being a jerk about it. And the listeners can't see it, but you're walking down the stairs. You're like the salmon, right? Exactly. You're going against the going the, against the, the, the grain. Exactly. So, you were just being like, "Hey, I know I'm going the wrong way here. I'm trying to get down there. I got to go do my job." Yeah. Merry Christmas. I, I don't think he deserved an elbow. I totally it. agree. It, the crowd, though, I'll give the Golden State crowd
8: credit. That that atmosphere, that environment is nuts. There were uh, two hours before per- the game started. Two hours before tip, when the gates opened, there were more people in that arena than there are at Detroit Pistons games. Okay, because you've seen the Pistons and how few people go. The entire lower bowl, an hour before tip-off, was almost full. People to watch shoot around.
10: It is insane. Well, you got to get your money's worth when you're spending that kind of dough. Well, and they're like so they're like the Beatles right now.
9: It like is they insane. are
10: celebrities I, that
8: people just want to watch
10: them do every
8: single thing that they do. Hw, I saw something I'd never seen in my life. I'm 48 years. I'm a human man of 48 years. I've never seen tailgaters before an NBA game. That's
10: crazy. Tail yeah. when you have 41 Gators. home games, but their home games have become an event because you're right. Hw, they're like the Beatles. You want to go watch pregame warm-ups. I mean, that's how big this that, that, that team has turned into. So if you're somebody who happens to get a ticket to a home game, you're going to not make that a two-and-a-half-hour experience. You're going to make that a four- or five-hour experience.
8: And I made the claim after the game, and I hold to it because I, I said this before on this show, by virtue of the way he played in both of those games, Portland and Golden State, Gary Harris all around is the best player on the Nuggets roster.
9: Whoa, whoa, whoa. I still Nikola that. Jokic was special in both those That's games, fine. too.
8: I'm not, saying, I'm not trying to dismiss it. the Joker. I'm not trying to say the Joker. No, a, I know you're not. Also,
9: I think... But I think Joker may be solidified that he still is the best player. I think Gary Harris...
8: I'll say this. The Joker's probably the most indispensable player, but Gary Harris is the best player. Because Gary Harris shut down C.J. McCollum in Portland. Shut him down. Then went to Golden State... And held Clay Thompson to six of
9: 21 shooting.
8: Six of 21. One for 10 from the three point line.
10: Yeah, his defensive effort over the weekend was special. His ability to play both ends of the floor is why he's the best player on on the team. Um, And and his ability to get to the rim and make spectacular plays this season. Uh, We saw some of that last year from Jamal Murray. I, I mean, I don't really remember seeing it from Gary Harris as much as we have. He's had three or four plays in the last week and a half that you're like, oh my Highlight god, there's yes. half a dozen guys on the planet who can do that.
9: Well, and you know what the best news
10: is? They saw this coming and they already paid him, so he is he is locked in here for several years. But, but I want to give credit to the guy who we've we've been critical of him on this show, <clears throat> and you and I talked about it on Friday of who's the key to the Portland game? It was Mason Plumley. He didn't get dominated like he did yeah. at the end of last year. That was by perhaps Joseph his best Nurkic. game of the season again, and it was eight, keeps, you know, eight points, five boards. Yeah. It's nothing that jumps off the page in terms of. He had three block shots that changed the game. He was big inside, and Nurkic had ten and one, right. And it, And last year, what was it, like 22 to nothing in terms of that head-to-head showdown. So that, I thought, was crucial. And Mason Plumlee showed up and was very good that night.
9: And if we're giving credit where it's due, another guy that we need to give it to, why did they win in Golden State, fellas? They were balanced, right? They were extremely balanced in Golden State. And there was six guys in double figures. And you want to know who one of those six was? Wilson Chandler with a very solid 15 points on six of 13 shooting. Nine boards. Wilson Chandler, too, all the a sudden starting to pop. And I don't want to get ahead of ourselves here, but as they get healthy and some of these guys start to pop, this team right now is looking like they can do they can do something this year that may be a year ahead of schedule, and that's well, win a playoff Wilson series.
10: Chandler in Portland was great, too. He, was, he had 21 and 11. We will hear wow. from
8: he Michael Credit to Malone. Wilson. We will hear from several of those Nuggets players, also the Avs with a crazy outcome in the desert It was a boring game, then a fight broke out, and then the Avs went ballistic. Nice little road trip for the Avs. A point in L.A., and then getting all of them in the desert. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Coming up next, our Power 5 question of the day.
3: 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Coming up tonight, your Denver Nuggets take on the Utah Jazz in a Northwest Division collision. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock with the pregame show. Gaming away at 635. The radio voice of the Nuggets, Jason Kosminski, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche, and the most in-depth and honest Broncos analysis. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi.
6: Uh, Jason, I, I am told, by the way, and uh, one, one of the conditions of you having won this is you know, you and a guest can go to this game, but of what I'm told, you're going to have to sit by James Marillette and Will Peterson. So that, that is a caveat. I, I don't know if that adds to your excitement or tempers it a bit.
10: As long as we don't have to talk, bro. Manchester. (laughs) That's that's. We don't need to be screaming the entire time.
6: (laughs) nobody's going to enjoy that. Did you hear that, Manchester? I did a little bit of a shot. Are you sure you want
8: him to attend this game tonight? I mean, is he allowed to do that after that?
10: Um, You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna assume because it's the day after Christmas, right? I'm still in a good mood. You're gonna give. I'm gonna assume he was just you know being playful there. Like, I, I'm guessing this guy just wants to do nothing but talk Broncos. Today. I heard the whole thing in my car. He was he was playing along. Right. He, Jason seemed like a good dude. I'm
9: excited to go.
8: Congratulations, Jason. Big night at Pepsi Center. Jason wins our uh, grand prize. He gets to attend a Nuggets jazz game seated courtside with H.W. in Manchester. Getting the uh, fruits of his labor, he gets to experience Club Lexus up close and personal. Enjoy, fellas. That's all I can say. Enjoy.
10: Oh, I'm
9: looking forward to it. It's kind of crazy how spoiled you get this time of the year. And now we're getting spoiled with this tonight, too. It should be fun.
8: Well, I hope you all enjoyed your uh, Christmas weekend. It's thrown the schedule off the loop a little bit. We, uh, I still don't know what day it is, but whatever. That's going to bring up now our Power 5 question of the day.
3: What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power 5.
9: All right, we've got a uh, pair of Nuggets tickets to watch them take on the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, the 30th. So coming up later this week, Sixers, one of the most exciting teams in basketball. We want to send you and a friend to go see Nuggets Sixers. So on the Altitude 950 text line, 30933, we want to know the best or worst Christmas slash holiday gift you received this year. Best or worst gift you received. And uh, our favorite one, 30933, we'll send you to Nuggets Sixers coming up this weekend. You know, I could tell, you could tell how old somebody is based
8: on that question. Because there comes a point in your life where giving is much more pleasurable than receiving, right? I mean, when you're a kid, you just want to get gifts. That's all you want is you want to open up, while you're laughing, you want to open as many gifts as you possibly can. But the older you get when you're a parent, you derive pleasure in watching your kids open gifts. So you like seeing the the fact that you made your kids happy. Yeah, what gift would resonate with them? So Will is still in that
9: what-did-you-give-me mode. No, I brought booze for everyone on this show this morning.
10: Did you you
8: forget that I got you this? You're right, you're
11: right,
9: you're right.
8: But still, you derive more pleasure in what you get rather than what you give. Is that a fact? Mm, I got my nephew a stuffed animal. I thought that was kind of cool. That's all I'm saying. So this goes both ways. Is there a gift
9: you gave or a gift you got? That hit home the most. Or it was awful. You I, w- You want to air your dirty laundry? Tell us. We'll air it on these airwaves. Tell us that you were expecting an engagement ring and you got socks. We don't care. Like, you, Tell us that, too. So that's what we're looking for on the Altitude 950 text line 30933 for a chance to win tickets. Manchester, I assume with the little degenerates, Christmas at your household was crazy.
10: It was. Um, it was different this year. In, in the past, they've been pretty good about not waking us up too early. Which is surprising. Uh This year it was four forty-five. I could hear him down there Whoa. sorting sorting the packages. Whoa, four forty-five. Uh, Santa color codes. It's different. We had uh, to wake our kids up at ten. It's different wrapping paper for each of the, the three little degenerates. So they're sorting it, counting it. Kind of, you know, I could hear him whispering. I walked out and kind of watched them. It was it was fun. They didn't know I was I was doing that. They didn't know I was checking it out. Um So that was that was cool. But then it was five fifteen. They're in our room. Mm. Wanting to get up, wanting mm. to get up, wanting to get up, and we were able to stall it until six fifteen, and then I'm down there. No like, more stalling going on. You know, it's a little groggy, not enough coffee to go around. But it's no, chaos. they they just loved it. They had a great time. Mm. It's it's fun to watch.
8: Uh, I don't know if you do the same thing that my wife does. When I say this, I say it's my wife, not me. The um, stocking stuffers are a gift unto themselves, right? The stocking stuffers are supposed to be small, little, you know, tidbits. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Oh, no, not, not on her watch. The stocking stuffers are more expensive than some of the damn gifts they get which I don't
10: understand. Yeah, I don't get this. They're supposed to be like little $3 toys well, in that aren't worth world, wrapping. In my world, a stocking stuffer is something you pick up at dollar store. It's supposed to be like candy. It's a little more gimmicky
9: almost. It, it, right. it's, yeah.
8: it's a dollar store Ooh. item.
9: Like I got some really nice things in my stocking yesterday. I a did, stocking
8: stuffer is not a computer.
9: But I also got like a thing of gummy bears. Is that what you guys are talking about?
10: Well, here's the, And I don't mean to be overly literal guy here, Vic, but a stocking stuffer has to be able to fit in the stocking. So a computer can't be a stocking stuffer. It can't fit in there. How big is this stocking? Stocking stuffer is not a pair of Uggs for the girl. Again, you can't fit a pair of boots into a stocking.
8: Stocking stuff is not an electric scooter. That's Agreed. not a stuffer. Okay, that's why not, not.
10: Why not just have those? Be call, why not just call those? Dude, don't presidents. don't get me started. Don't, why? Just, why? Just, now are these hypothetical examples are these or, in real life?
8: Or, yes. My favorite gift I got, I stole from my 12-year-old. She got this, and because she got all these ridiculous other gifts, she just threw this aside. Uh, let me see. It's it's my sound effects, sound bites. If you watch it on uh, Periscope, it's just a little box here, and it just does various sound effects, like the baby sound effect. I don't know why. Kind of I like this. <laughs> it is annoying, but babies are annoying. This is for Julie. This is the cat sound effect. <laughs>
9: You should play that every day before Julie's show starts. Right at ten.
8: To me, this is great. This is all I've ever wanted. Twenty different sound effects to choose from. This is as good. As hey, it let is. me see it. Let me see. No, it. no, right. you don't get this.
9: So a few coming in on the uh, altitude nine fifty text line three zero nine three three. Best or worst gift you got or gave. Uh, this is a great one from eight seven two three. I got an Ancestry DNA kit, WTF. I get to spit in a bottle, send it in the mail, and wait six to eight weeks to find out where
8: I'm from. By the way, I'm glad you brought that up, uh, 8723. Place your name at the end of the text so we can talk to each other man-to-man here. I think that's a complete scam. My my wife has done that DNA thing, and so have the rest of my family members, and it comes back, some of the reports that come back, uh, that's stupid. I, I think it's a scam. I don't believe it. I think somebody is taking your spit, throwing it away, and saying, here's what you're doing.
11: That's a little tin That's a little tinfoil hat. Okay. You,
9: I mean, I, I would agree the legitimacy maybe is a little flimsy. I'll give you an example. But I don't think they're lying to you. They're just flat
8: out making right. up reports. You want me to give you an example? Sure. All right, my my daughter did it. Right. My daughter is the product of my wife and me. Mm-hmm. She's our progeny. Yes. Correct? Yes. So she sends in this spit to this DNA company. And the report says she's only nine percent Italian. That's flatly wrong. That's flat. Is, is your, your wife Italian? No, she's everything. She's a mix of everything. There's no way I'm hundred percent. There's no way she's nine percent. That's just not. That's not true. So she should be at least
9: fifty percent Italian. Well, is your point? If over not forty.
8: Over right. forty. So whatever this report is, it's a bunch of crap.
10: I, I don't believe it. Sorry. Well, what percentage are you? You're half. You're full. One hundred percent. Oh, yeah, she's got to be, why isn't she then, like, 50 plus? Over, it's it's got to be over
8: 40. That, that,
9: yeah, I'm, like, trying to do the math here. Right. Well, where are you getting 40? Wouldn't it be 50? Can't be 9%. No,
8: it's, no, nine it's is obviously 50 obviously you low. plus whatever percentage your wife is. I don't know how they, I don't know, how they water this down somehow. It's, it's ridiculous. What is the point of investing, what, it's 80 bucks, I think, to do this thing, this right. DNA thing? Right. What is the point?
9: Well, and a texter's mad because that's what they got for Christmas, and they think it's ridiculous. So, it it and,
8: you know, she got a little bit of everything, too. She's part Native American. My wife's side, she's a little bit of everything. Okay, so now do you take these results? So what are you now? When you have to sign that little piece of
10: paper in the bubble, what are you? I guess that's sort of my question of doing this whole thing. Like, what's the point? Yes. What's the end game? I don't have a problem with doing it. I just, you find all this information out, you know this now, and... Exactly. I
9: guess it's kind of cool that you, you may be from what? a part of the world that you had no idea. That but, you have something in you that... Well, guess what? We're know. all from
8: a part of the world at some point. Every single one of us is from the world.
9: I mean, wh- wh- what's the end game here? Okay, what if I found out tomorrow that my great-great-grandfather was Australian? I would think that's kind of cool because I had no idea. It,
8: this stuff makes me laugh. Do you understand that our forefathers and mothers go all the way back to Adam and Eve? I think they covered the entire damn world, dude. I think we got the world covered. If you took this, so your heritage
9: hand, like doesn't interest you, it, like who your great 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 grandfather is doesn't. Have-
8: I don't need. I don't have to spit in a tube and tell some and, and have somebody tell me what I am. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I mean, it's I, I think it's ridiculous, and I think people are spending money. It's a scam. I'm telling you, there's somebody sitting in some freaking woebegone laboratory in Albuquerque getting these tubes of these vials of spit. Throwing them out and then just putting some crap on paper and saying, yeah, here you are, dude.
10: You're making me laugh this morning, Vic. So you wouldn't have liked this gift either. Oh
8: my God. No, I'm, my wife actually wanted me to do the DNA. Yeah. I said, no chance
10: I do the DNA thing. Well, doesn't None. it kind of creep you out too that that's floating around out there then? I don't know. There's something, uh, there's something like I've seen too many, you know, Will Smith movies or I, something. I, I don't and you're going like to get scares. cloned. I don't know. I don't wow. I, I
9: didn't think about that, it's but you're crazy. right. Yeah. You no, know,
8: that has nothing to do with it for me. I just don't like sc- this is a typical American made scam where people are buying into the scrap. They want you know everybody wants to be a part of something. I want to know my heritage. I wanna know who I really am. Who am I? Let me spit in this tube and pay eighty bucks. Now I'll know who I am. It's such a scam. You guys don't see that?
9: You've kind of convinced me a little bit this morning. How
8: about asking your parents who you are? It's pretty easy. Start there. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Coming up, that's our Power Five, by the way. Coming up, which team, and I will ask this question all week long in every sport, which team will win the Northwest Division in the NBA? Make your choice. You got two minutes to come up with it. You got the Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950.
1: simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results berg simpson your fighters for justice when the game is on the line go to bergsimpson.com that's b-u-r-g simpson.com good lawyers changing lives
17: this is holly kammerer of the berg simpson law firm if you've been injured don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone we have proven results and you can check for yourself at bergsimpson.com
19: that's bergsimpson.com berg simpson good lawyers changing lives Next time you want to drive up the hill to play at the casinos in Central City, don't crawl up that old, twisty canyon stuck behind slow buses and gravel trucks. Do what I do. Take I-70 to the Central City Casino Parkway. It's a quick, easy, scenic drive. And best of all, it's a modern four-lane highway. Central City offers everything you need. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, and live casino action day or night. So remember, don't take old twisty, cruise I-70 to the parkway, and take the four lanes to fun.
15: I come to Sam's because it's always, you can get something different every time, and you can bring a group of people, and there's always something for everyone. Got a lot of options, and got a great reputation, and it's just a fun place to be.
17: I've been with Sam's a long time, and the sons have carried on the tradition. Sam's number three
16: in Aurora, Havana, and Parker, in Glendale, off Cherry, and Leedsdale, and downtown of 15th and Curtis. They are my
11: family to
16: number three is delicious.
2: It's never too late to set another goal or to dream a new dream. If you want to complete your bachelor's, gain a master's or certificate, or just take a few courses, UNC Extended Campus has programs designed for the working adult. They offer online degree completion programs, degrees, certificates, and licensures. Take courses online or on campus in Denver, Colorado Springs, Loveland, and Greeley. Set another goal and make a new dream come true with the University of Northern Colorado Extended Campus. Learn more at extended.unco.com.
4: Attention, the biggest automotive sales event of the year is here.
16: The 34th Annual Medved Inventory Equalization Sale. Our
2: accounts have advised us
4: to position our dealerships for 2018.
16: It's imperative that Medved Chevrolet's inventories be equalized, and that means thousands in savings on acres of vehicles.
4: This is the moment you've been waiting for.
16: 0% financing up to 60 months for those who qualify or no payments till spring 2018.
4: Medved Chevrolet will sacrifice thousands of dollars off MSRB to save you money.
16: Save on Tahoe's Cruise, Malibu, and Sonic.
4: This is the time to buy.
16: Act now. Selection is huge, but expected to diminish rapidly.
4: The 34th annual Medved Inventory Equalization Sale.
16: Sale ends January 3rd, 2018. No extensions.
4: Medved Chevrolet on the I-25 corridor, depart the 181 Ramp Kessel Rock, and on I-70 in Wheatbridge. Exit Kitling, exit war, but exit the giant Medved Autoplex. Chevy. Find new roads. G 5767
16: MSRP, 19,400 plus tax title, and fees includes 599 Dh with approved credit. Subject to prior sale. See Medved for details expires
7: one three eighteen. Scott Ace here. Urology cancers including prostate, kidney, and bladder are among the top 10 cancers diagnosed in men. At Porter Advantage Hospital, part of the Centura Health Cancer Network, they are pioneers in robotic urology surgeries performing more than anyone in the entire Rocky Mountain region. In fact, they've been named among the top 5% in the nation for prostate surgery three years in a row. Learn more about their minimal incisions, maximum expertise at porterhospital.org slash
5: urology. Selfless service is the guiding principle that drives Army National Guard soldiers to be always ready whenever disaster strikes. They are your next door neighbors and your colleagues in schools, offices, and factories. To be a Guard soldier is to stand ready to serve at all times for family, for community, and for country. To learn more, log on to nationalguard.com or contact an Army National Guard recruiter in your area. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association and this station.
3: The Altitude 950 Traffic Update.
17: Light volume this morning here in the metro area. Southbound I-25 is clearing an accident off to the shoulder approaching the Mead exit. All lanes are open, but backups are remaining. Traffic is brought to you by Positive Coaching Alliance. Some in a car off to the right shoulder with a crash. Southbound I-25 approaching the Northwest Parkway. The right lane may still be blocked with emergency crews, though. Questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. Info at positivecoach.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on altitude 950.
3: Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now back to Vic Lombardi. Captain shovels it down deep,
0: <laughs> right behind the net. Ooh, and now. We've got bodies all over the place. Gerard was absolutely hammered in the neutral zone. He's down on the ice in his own end. And now Eric Johnson's fighting right by EJ, right by EJ, right by EJ, right by EJ. He's going to town on some dude in front of the avalanche bench. I can't see who it is. McKinnon wants to fight. I think somebody took a cheap shot on Samuel Gerrard in the neutral zone. McKinnon's fighting on the far side against Archibald. Cover ice by McKinnon. Now he drags Archibald down, right by McKinnon, right by Archibald, down! goes Archibald, and McKinnon's on top of him. All kinds of brawling here in the desert, sticks and gloves all over the place. Eric Johnson beat the snot out of Zach Rinaldo.
8: Landeskog has his gear off. That's awesome. That was Mark Mosier on the call Saturday night in Arizona. That is
0: the worst call in the history of the league!
8: That's not my opinion. Good job, Mosier. So what happened there? I was at the Nuggets Warriors game. Clearly, did not watch this game. What was what was
9: going on? All right. So do you know much about this Ronaldo clown from the I, Coyotes?
8: I, I don't know. No. So,
9: so no. he's he's got. Remember we talked about Kachuk? Kind of has a bad reputation. Yes. Sure. This guy may even have a worse reputation. Right? He's he's just a he's just a punk. He's a thug. He he's just a he's a bad dude on the ice. He may be a great dude off the ice. on, on the ice, he's a bad dude. And he took a shot. To Samuel Gerard's face, and he sucker punched Samuel Gerard because there was some thing he didn't like behind the play, but it did not warrant a sucker punch to the face. I mean, it was to the point where, uh, you know, Mike and Peter were like, "Is he out cold?" Like, hold on, were, like, the, were the gloves off when he made the punch? I I'm, I think his glove was off, and Gerard was just and he just sucker punched, it. just sucker punched to the face. Right. I tweeted it Saturday morning uh, or Sunday morning. My days are all confused. If Landis Scott got four games for doing what he did, we saw what he did, this clown needs to get ten for this because this was so uncalled for. It was unbelievable, and you heard most talk about it. Eric Johnson to the rescue. Eric Johnson kicked the crap out of Ronaldo, and it was awesome.
8: Can't wait to hear from Jared Bednar tomorrow as the coach joins us every Wednesday, but it's interesting how something like that, something as perverse as a cheap shot, can spark a team, and it sparked the Avs.
9: They went off. That was the best part, is I was flipping back and forth between the Nuggets and Avs on Saturday night when I was just hanging out, and it was like, I got to the point where I was like, well, I can't get off the Avs game because they're just going to keep scoring. They scored four goals in like three and a half minutes. That brawl prompted them from a 0-0 kind of boring game in Arizona where you're thinking... Oh, they gotta find a way to win this one nothing or two one to all of a sudden they were up four nothing and it was over. It was special to watch because they were shorthanded because McKinnon got kicked out of the game. He got a game misconduct. Uh Gerard was hurt for a while. He had to leave because he got sucker punched. Luckily he came back in the game. Uh EJ got something or another. Like it was the point they were down to like three defensemen at one point, and they still scored four goals. It wasn't the Landy's and the McKinnons, it was the second tier guys that were scoring these goals. It's a win if the ABS make the playoffs. We always talk about the circle wins, the wins that you'll remember. That, what they did on Arizo- to Arizona, not only the brawl and sticking up for each other, but the, the way they played hockey after that was special.
10: See, and I'm going to contrast this to, Vic, it might have been the biggest argument you and I have had in the 14 months we've done this show. The to Tla- Tlaib, Michael Crabtree situation. Oh, that's not, maybe in your eyes, that's not the biggest argument. I love Eric Johnson jumping to the defense of his teammate. Huh. As it happens, right there, and it wasn't premeditated. It wasn't about him. Mm -hmm. So it's not the lack of. It's not that I'm anti-fighting. It's not that I'm anti. You're sticking up for your teammate. It's the circumstances behind it, and to me, this was 100% appropriate. And I think it's the kind of thing that sort of can can bring a group together and be like, man, that that that's a everybody's got each other's back kind of thing.
8: But it's very interesting, just human nature, what works, what sparks, what fuels motivation in the field of play. In hockey, we see it all the time. Stuff like that fuels a team. Mm -hmm. Now, while that was going on in the desert, during the Nuggets-Warriors game, I don't know how closely you guys monitored that game, late in the game, the Warriors needed a spark. So what happens? Well, Draymond Green feigns like he took an elbow to the Mm -hmm. face. Jokic and Draymond get all tangled up at the top of the key. Draymond hits the court like he's in complete nutter pain. He's flailing around. Then, a couple possessions later, when there's a loose ball, he jumps on top of the Joker and throws an elbow to his chest. You don't think everybody's, I saw it. I saw it. I saw exactly what he was trying to do. Draymond Green, and it never ceases to amaze me, is the dirtiest player in the NBA. He's so freaking dirty. He still, to this day, gets away with stuff. But what amazed me most, after he had this incident with Joker, he is MFing the refs. I'm courtside. I'm seeing it happen. I am witness to it. He is MFing the refs right in their faces. You're not supposed to be able to do that. No. If any other player did that to a ref, what would happen? Well, if Jokic just reversed the two guys involved. Technical foul. He
9: might be ejected. ejected.
8: Draymond Green is MFing these refs to no end. Nothing. It made me sick. The double standards that exist in that game. Nothing. Nothing
10: happened. Zero. He gets away with it. Why does he get away with it? Because he's done it for so long they're just used to it. I'm usually not someone that is is all that upset by different rules for different people. Because I think that's just the way real life works, right? It's the Jimmy Johnson example of he cuts the special teams guy who fell asleep in a meeting. He ain't gonna cut Troy Aikman if he falls asleep, right? But this is one where, like, well, it can't be a completely different set of rules on the court to affect the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is that that's like the integrity of the game sure. kind of thing, right? And we know in basketball, there's gonna be Michael Jordan yeah. gets away with a little bit more than whoever. That 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 I understand, but man, that's that seems to cross the line into a point of different rules during the game for different guys. It makes it competitively unfair. It's the spirit of the rule. Now you're
8: going into the whole sportsmanship thing. Is it very sportsman of him to do that all the time? No. But here's why I bring it up. Because those things happen for a reason. You hit the ground for a reason to spark your team. Golden State wasn't hitting shots. They were doing nothing. They were going to lose the game. I think Draymond Green, deep down, was trying to get his team going. But the Nuggets persevered. The Nuggets managed to avoid that distraction. the The Nuggets maintained their poise in a
9: an arena that gets really loud and out of control, and won the game. And that's why Saturday night was so special for Denver sports because both the Avs and the Nuggets had big boy. Big wins for different circumstances. The Nuggets cut because of the opponent and the Avalanche because of what went down, what EJ did. And then I wanted to read the list of goal scorers because I told you it wasn't Landis Goggin-McKinnon. Listen to the goal scorers that scored for the Avs on Saturday night. Carl Soderberg, J.T. Comfer, Neil Yakupov, Matt Nieto, Sven Andraghetto, and Carl Soderberg. That is some second-tier guys who are still very good. They're still NHL players. But they're not Gabe Landeskog, and they're not Nathan McKinnon, and they stepped up when the team was shorthanded and beat the crap out of Arizona, both literally and on the scoreboard, and it was awesome to see. All right, let's go to the
8: text line. Our Power 5 question of the day. Uh, Most hated, most loved gift you got over Christmas, or gave. Got a lot of items here. Uh, I went off on the whole uh, DNA thing, and I think people, for the most part, agree with me. Uh, 2096 says that DNA stuff is indeed a scam. When you send it to them, they now own your genome sequence. They pay. See? What does that mean? What is that? What is a genome? I don't I know. know. It's
10: like your it's it's your DNA. It's your they, they own identify. They own you. They own that. Yeah. Well,
9: and also, I mean, if you were and this sounds terrible, but if you were ever in a situation where. You had a court case or something going against you, you know, now your DNA is just out there. From, uh, that's like all I'm saying. Brandon
8: and Glendale says, Vic's gonna hate this gift, but I give my 10-year-old brother an Xbox and NBA 2K18. Nah, I don't hate the gift. It's, listen, I, I understand why you do it. Everything, you can, you can get an Xbox and NBA 2K, everything in portions is fine. It's when it becomes their life. That's when it overwhelms them. I love this one. Uh, 8141. I'm six foot five, 270 pounds. My mom thought I needed tennis shorts. I don't even play tennis. Thank God for gift
10: receipts. <laughs> those gifts, when it's clear, the person just doesn't know anything about oh, you. Oh, that's so good. Well, it was from his mom. Why well, no? That's, so that's what makes it even worse.
8: <laughs> right. Uh, from Jack. I was given a gun carrying case and it included tools to clean those guns. I don't own a gun. <laughs>
9: from Jack. Pretty good. <laughs> See, this is the kind of stuff we're looking for. Gifts that just, you got, you're like, what was this person thinking? Our favorite ones going to Nugget Sixers on the 30th. Is that Friday or Saturday? Sorry, my calendar's all That's off. It's
8: Saturday night. Saturday night. Yeah, December 30th. Billy Bob and Thorne says those DNA gifts are useless as having a star named after you. Totally agree. Very similar Totally kind of agree. Scene. Totally yep. agree. I got a star. What do you mean you got a star? Yeah. Look, we paid $140 and I got a star. It's mine. Oh, it's yours, huh? Yeah. It's mine. It's my star. Okay. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Calm down.
10: All right, renters, it's James Marilat from my friends at American Financing, and as 2018 approaches, it's time to stop throwing money away on rent every month. Yeah, you know this, but where do you start? How about this? Start looking into down payment assistance and first-time homebuyer programs that are going to get you into your own home for as low as a $1,000 down. That way, you're building equity for yourself. It's easy. At American Financing, they have salary-based mortgage consultants who are going to talk you through the best options. They'll get you a pre-approval letter fast so you know how much home you'll qualify for. And they can even hook you up with a realtor if you need one. You don't have to worry about crazy fees or feeling pressured. These are the good guys. They have over a 1,000 Google reviews, plus they have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. So pick up the phone and give them a call, 303 695 or check them out online at AmericanFinancing.com. Become a homeowner today with the official mortgage company of Altitude 950.
2: Buying or selling a home doesn't have to be stressful. Now there's a one-stop shop where they treat you Right. Metro 21 Real Estate Group is taking the pain out of buying or selling a home. Lucas Akers and his team of agents are all over the Denver area, and they can help you save money. Why pay a 6% commission fee? With Metro 21 Real Estate Group, the total commission rate is as low as 3.99%. Call 303-430-HOME to find out how they can help you. Or check them out online at Metro21Homes.com to see the value of your home and to see what Lucas and his team can do for you. Whether you're looking for a home or selling yours, give them a call. It's Metro 21 Real Estate Group, 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-HOME, Metro 21 Real Estate Group. And tell them you heard about what they have to offer on the radio.
12: Tune in tonight on Altitude as your Denver Nuggets look for a win at home against the Utah Jazz. Pre-game starts tonight on Altitude at 6 p.m. with tip-off at 7 p.m. Check us out on the web at AltitudeSports.com for channel numbers in your area. And don't forget to like Altitude on Facebook. And follow us on Twitter for game previews and exclusive interviews with your favorite Nuggets players and coaches. Altitude Sports, your TV home of the Denver Nuggets.
2: What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet indulgences of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand daily and with only the best ingredients. That was Ray's Way. Come enjoy our delicious donuts at one of our nine conveniently located Colorado Lamar's. And also visit us online at Lamar's.com. That's Lamar's.com, where we have simply a better donut.
19: At Morningstar Senior Living at Ridgegate, simple little things make all the difference. For we know that in the details, senior living becomes senior loving. Our beautiful new community in Lone Tree celebrates senior living in the modern age. We offer suites for independent and assisted living, and for memory care. Morningstar, casting a new light in Lone Tree. Call 720-545-1645. 720-545-1645.
3: The altitude 950 traffic update.
19: Light volume
17: this morning around the metro area. Traffic is brought to you by the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation and Accident Clearing Stapleton Drive North at Monaco. If you are headed up to the high country, wet and slushy conditions along I-70 reported between Georgetown and Eagle. More snow packed over the higher mountain passes and Loveland Pass is closed. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation invites you to Take Step for Cures at a walk event near you. Get started at cctakesteps.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on altitude
3: 950 <laughs> the altitude 950 hotline is now open call 303-753-0950 to join the show
5: well he should be aware he was told you know and that that's stuff we work on all the time so that's no excuse at all that uh he wouldn't know that right he was told we had no no time out it was an outside throw or nothing okay we had three points so that's something he has to know unacceptable
8: i i totally agree with vance joseph How do you pin that on coaching? That's a fundamental play. Seconds left in the half, no timeouts. Who doesn't realize that you go out of bounds? How do you not go out of bounds there? I don't understand. Why do we continue to blame coaching for that? That's on the player, man. Let's go to the hotline. It's Tuesday. Every Tuesday we visit with Jeff Legwald, our Broncos insider. Jeff, you heard the coach say, I mean, there's no more excuse making for Isaiah McKenzie. That's just a that's a mental lapse by the kid. Would you agree?
11: Uh
22: certainly. Uh, I would. I would go as far as to argue that that may be one of the signature plays of the season. As far as what's up with this team, they repeatedly have players uh, making on-field decisions that are not made with the, the group in mind. If you know what I mean. I mean, I think the teams that win it all. It, it's the classic uh you know all boats rise with the tide thing you know you that's just not something you can do in that situation you can't you know you can't get in a in a dust up after a play in a key part of a game you can't take a stupid penalty because you feel like you're mad i mean those Selfish. are all things that's the, the word they've done this year. Yeah, you're looking for the word selfish
8: because those are selfish plays. Trying to make too much out of a play when you know you got to get out of bounds for the benefit of the team. Covering a guy in your area for the benefit of the team. These are a lot of selfish plays, guys trying to up stats. I don't know what else to say.
22: Or you know, I'm I'm not even sure. I, sometimes I think with this group it's it's they're determined to sort of I don't know, in that moment prove they have, you know, those types of skills or that they're tough enough or you know I I don't know but it's just this has been a a team that has has exhibited these qualities all season and it's one of the reasons not the biggest but one of the reasons they are where they are And and it you know when Elway took this job in 2011 he said the most important thing you had to do was get the locker room right well I think they're in that position again.
8: Well, last week when Vince Joseph addressed reporters, he spoke as if he knew something, as if he knew he were coming back. He spoke in the future. He spoke about fixing things. I said all along, Jeff, let's wait till the season is over. Let's wait till the dust settles before we determine anyone's fate. Where do you stand on VJ's fate as the head coach of this team?
22: Uh, you know, I think they, at this moment, they would really like to bring him back because I think they see this as a as a systematic failure, and that he's the guy that has to had to answer for it. I, I think they're honest enough with themselves to have seen by this point it's a systematic failure. They they did not have enough in some places, offensive line being one of them. Uh, you know, and the fact they tried to jam an offensive scheme that didn't work for this personnel, it may work overall and in theory but with this personnel they wasted eight weeks of the season trying to jam the square peg into the round hole and by the time they figured it out it was already too late so i think all those things are things vance has to learn from as a as a new head coach and there are things the team has to be honest enough to look at you know themselves in them in each other's eyes and and decide what it's going to take to fix it because they they are not the team they said they were, they're not the team they thought they were, and it's gonna take an awful lot to repair that.
8: The other moment it wasn't even a play, it was a scene on the sideline that was reflective of the entire season. Brock Osweiler trying to exhort the troops, just yelling to no one in particular, walking up and down that sideline, and absolutely no one paying attention to him, almost ignoring him. That was embarrassing.
22: Exactly. Embarrassing Exactly. Well, and I've seen I've seen players Older players like Von Miller try to get guys to do extra stuff and them argue. I've seen it multiple times. I've seen it with multiple veteran players. And, you know, that that's you're not going to be – look, I know it's football and I know where it fits in the world and, and all the things we do in our lives, but in this environment, you're not going to win if you're that kind of team. You are not. The, the talent level is too close. And you've got to give extra of yourself every day, or you will not excel. That's just the bottom line. If you're going to do the minimum, you're going to get the minimum. And that has been true in the football business as long as I've been around it.
8: I need you to explain something to me, Jeff Legwald, please. I knew the day after the Broncos beat the Colts in Indy that Brock Osweiler would be the starting quarterback in the nation's capital. I knew that for a fact. I reported it. I went on Twitter. I went on this radio show. He was told that. Why this cloak and dagger approach until kickoff? Why?
22: I you know I don't know. I I think I think they've I think they've dealt with the Paxton Lynch situation different than they've dealt with any player situation that I've seen in a long time. And I you know I I don't fully understand it. And I've talked to I mean, Vic, you can say a lot of things about me. I know, but I I do try hard at this, and I talk to a lot of people. And I really still don't have a handle on on what their plan has been in handling Paxton Lynch or dealing with Paxton Lynch. I, I don't understand it, and I and I haven't had anybody give me any uh, clarity on it and, and what it all means or what his role in in this is. I, I don't know any of that, and you know certainly that's something they're going to have to answer. But you know, I, I think you're right. It it, it didn't help anybody to not say what we all knew, what the locker room needed Brock Osweiler to start that game, Uh, Brock needed to start that game, the offense needed him to do it, everybody needed him to do it, and it Mm -hmm. didn't impact anything if you had simply said that last Monday. In fact, you might have looked a lot better in how you played.
15: Listen,
8: I'm going to state the obvious again, and the reason I'm bringing it up is because people that don't realize the history here, Paxton Lynch had the job in the offseason. Trevor Simeon didn't even, he couldn't even go to OTAs. He was, he was struggling with a shoulder injury. He had to go to surgery. It was his job. He gave it away. In training camp, they gave Paxton Lynch every opportunity to win the job. He gave it away. During the season, he had a couple other bouts where he was given the job. He gave it away. The last 10 days, Paxton, are you ready? He gave it away how many times is he going to give it away before you just cut ties?
22: That's a, it, it's certainly one of the biggest questions I have to answer going into the next few weeks. But, you know, I will say uh, he needs to look at the environment around him because if the general manager of an NFL team and the director of personnel are standing on the sidelines to watch somebody warm up at the potato bowl, you better be on notice. <laughs> potato
11: bowl. That's
8: Josh Allen, obviously. <laughs>
22: yeah, no, I'm just saying, if, if an NFL GM and a director yeah. of personnel think enough to be standing in Boise a few days before a game on the sideline watching a guy warm up, you better be on notice if you play that position for the Denver Broncos.
8: Well, I I just don't think he cares to be. I'm, that doesn't that doesn't resonate with him. I just don't think it does. I think he's just happy to be in the National Football League. Sad but true. But whatever. Uh We'll see what happens in the off season. The other issue that I noticed in that game was just how bad again this offensive line has become. And Brock Osweiler said it afterwards. Guys, to be successful, you got to have all eleven. You got to have the play caller call the right play, and then all eleven have to show. How many times did we see Stevenson trucked? Did we see bowls on that one? He ended up on his head. I didn't know that was possible. I didn't know it was possible for an offensive lineman to end up on your head. This offensive line took a major step backwards, did they not?
22: Uh, you know, I just think it's a question again. What will this be, five years in a row now? They head into the offseason. And, and I think, Vic, honestly, uh, I saw what you did. You know, I was looking right at it. But I, I do think. They've they've got to decide what you want to be on offense. You can't switch every other year. Okay, we want big guys. Okay, next year we want smaller, mobile guys. Okay, we want big guys again. Mm-hmm. You you can't do that. You, you know you can't build through the draft. I mean, the fact they cut two former draft picks in Schofield and Sam Brilo, uh, that they had invested time in because again they had decided they wanted something else in the line. That, that shows you where you're at, and it shows you that. You know, you don't have any of your own players uh, in the system. They're, they're like a baseball team right now with no farm system in the offensive line. They've got nobody coming. They've got no homegrown draft picks in the offensive line on the practice squad, and they have very few draft picks of their own on the roster who are poised to be starters next season. That, that tells you what the problem is, yeah. and, and they've got to commit to fixing it.
8: Jeffrey, part of me grumbles every time I watch a San Francisco Niners highlight right now, and I see Jimmy G just looking studly. Were the Broncos, were there ever any whispers? Was there ever a chance? Was there ever an option? Were they in the Jimmy G running at all?
22: I never, I will say, they they may have been, and if they were, they kept it way below the radar because I, I talk to people from, Uh, every team in the league at some point during the season, several times I do. I know somebody in every building, and I never heard that one time other than, hey, they ought to really look into that. And when you look at what the Niners gave up in the trade, every other team in the league that needs a quarterback should feel pretty crappy about that because they gave them them nothing nothing to get that guy.
8: Nothing. We know how valuable these quarterbacks are. The Broncos may be willing to give thirty million to Kirk Cousins. We'll see. How valuable are they? Thirty million. And they gave up nothing for Jimmy G. Speaking of Kirk Cousins. How do you think his audition went?
22: I, I think they 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 saw exactly what they knew he was when they looked at him on the on video. I mean the guy is a he's a veteran pro quarterback who knows what he's looking at. And he didn't get rattled when he started 107. And, and we've seen this season how valuable a guy who can bounce back behind center is at that position. You've got to overcome mistakes. It's, it's When I look at players coming into the draft as quarterbacks, I, I don't put arm strength and the rest of that crud at the top of the pile. It's how you respond to mistakes and do you know what you're looking at. Those are the two most important things. And and that's what he showed them, beyond a doubt.
8: Line of the day. Line of the day from Jeff Legwald. Paxton Lynch should be on notice when the GM and his chief assistant is watching a game at the Potato Bowl.
22: (laughs) On the sideline.
8: (laughs) (laughs) The freaking Potato Bowl. Jeffrey, as usual, thanks again. I know it's a crazy week with uh, all the schedule changes. We'll see you out of Dove Valley. Thanks, buddy
22: hope you had a great Christmas, Vic. You too,
8: bud, you too. That is Jeff Legwald, our Broncos insider. And, um, you know, he, he's he been saying the same thing for the last five weeks. There's not much you can say. If uh, Paxson Lynch can't win the position, he'll never, ever win the position. If he can't win the position this year, How the hell is he going to do it next year? Kidding me? You got the Vic Lombardi Show right here on Altitude 950. We're going to get our sugar fix when we come back. Homeowners, you need to sell your house. Troy Hansford, the Hansford real estate team is the only agent you need to call. He will make you this offer. Troy will sell you a home or your home at a price and a time you agree with or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. How does he do it? Marketing. He has an exclusive system for marketing homes that's been proven to get clients the most money. Recently he used that system. He sold a house for 10 grand more than what the owner thought it was worth. Give him a call today, 720-900-4433. That's 720-900-4433.
7: You know, how do you find that closer? What what does that mean? Scott Hastings. So you know, Denver is everybody, no, you take it, no, you take it, you take it.
3: Julie Brahman.
17: So what is the hesitancy, right? Because you see Russell Westbrook do it in the last three, four minutes of the game, and all you saw was the Nuggets taking jump shots.
3: Hastings and Brahman, Weekdays, 10 to 1, altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station.
7: My idea is a fear. Fear of being the guy that takes the shot and then you miss it. The one thing a closer can't be is afraid to fail
17: Macy's after Christmas sale is going on now. Get the lowest price of the year on the Radley five piece sectional, only one thousand five hundred ninety nine dollars, or a Tribeca gray queen panel bed, two hundred eighty nine dollars. Plus, it's our biggest mattress sale of the season. Get a serta Calm Haven two piece clean set, two hundred seventy nine dollars, and free white glove delivery and setup on any mattress purchase of seven hundred eighty seven dollars. Shop in store, online, or call one eight hundred by
16: Macy. Savings off sale prices, exclusions apply.
21: Thank <laughs> you. The Altitude
3: 950 Traffic Update.
17: Travel times are good around the metro area with light volume. Traffic is brought to you by the Foundation for a Better Life. There's a crash Stapleton Drive north at Monaco. Went in slushy conditions along I-70 between Georgetown and Eagle. More snowpack over the higher mountain passes. Loveland Pass is closed. Winston Churchill's words stirred his country in the face of defeat. Today they inspire us to reach for our own victories. Commitment. Pass it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950.
3: Altitude nine fifty, Denver's all sports station. Now back to Vic Lombardi. There was a lot of debate on Twitter about whether that was a foul. On Twitter, it, yeah.
22: <laughs>
3: but
12: did it feel clean? Did you get a replay? Other like in your. Uh,
18: I, it felt clean. It's probably the same play. A bunch of those dudes on Twitter probably arguing about. And twenty four hour fitness that that wasn't a foul, so they've been in that position before, but just not on Christmas at the Oracle right? Arena. So they know they know if they ain't call it, it's not a foul. But I'm sure if they if, if they get that call next week in twenty four hour fitness, they going be pissed that it was off, that they, they called a foul. So keep that on Twitter.
11: All
8: right, some context to that soundbite there. That is Kevin Durant last night. Reporters grilling him about that uh, non foul call in the closing seconds of the Cavs-Golden State game. It was obvious for everyone watching that Durant fouled LeBron not once, but twice on two separate occasions. No foul, no whistle. So somebody asked Kevin Durant afterwards, hey, Twitter's going crazy over this, what do you think? And so he proceeds to, well, this is why people hate Kevin Durant. I'm sorry, this is why he's become sort of public enemy number one for those that don't have a stake in the Golden State thing. I just think he's lost sight of what who he is, all right? He references, wow, those idiots on Twitter. Wasn't he the guy that had a ghost Twitter account monitoring Twitter? Didn't he get caught doing that?
9: Yes, and he was tweeting people defending Kevin Durant with a ghost Twitter account. So he's knocking
8: Twitter when he's the guy with the ghost Twitter account. And then he starts saying, yeah, those of you who play basketball 24-hour fitness, yeah, you mean the people that basically pay your salary? the fans that everybody else, you know, we all love Kevin Durant. If I'm playing basketball 24-hour, Kevin, and I get fouled, and it's call your own foul, guess what? That's a foul every single time. You fouled LeBron. You fouled him. Just in a in a situation like that, do I have to play PR specialist? You know how you answer that question? Ask me that question, guys. You be the guy. Be the reporter afterwards. Ask me that question. All right, what question am I asking you? Hey, did you see Twitter about people saying that was a foul? Hey, Vic, did you see Twitter about people saying that was a foul? Yeah, you know, it's just Twitter. We all have opinions. Uh, the referee called it no foul. I can't tell you. I mean, I, listen, I'm not a ref. I play the game. But, uh, the referee says it's no foul. I'm going with the ref in that situation. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody.
9: It, it's pretty it's easy. It's not that hard. It's not it, hard. You, the don't, other, the, you don't have to
10: go off on people. It makes me wonder, though, and maybe he just completely changed and it, it, it's all, both were genuine. But the Kevin Durant who was crying. And when he gave his speech, when he won MVP, talking about his mom and that nice guy and the Kevin Durant now, who's the real Kevin Durant? Yeah. Which and my question is, which one's a fraud? Because one of them clearly is. That's, a, them, that's a good point. And, and it's just it, it's it seems to me unlikely that somebody would change their stripes that much. I mean, that's a big it's almost a 180. Here's the other thing I
8: want to get to, and I'm glad he brought up. 24-hour fitness, for those of you who've ever played pickup sports, pickup basketball, especially a 24-hour, I have multiple times. I hate that guy. I hate him who goes to the court early to pick his team. He wants to pick the winning team. He's going to handpick guys to play with so that he can win every game. You know that guy, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Stack the team. Yep. Hate that guy. Whatever happened to just show up, first five against second five, make it competitive that's my kind of i love that basketball agree a competitive game kevin durant is that guy he's that guy he stacked his team he left okc to an already championship squad and stacked it and then he has the gall he has the gall to sit there on on the platform and rip people at 24 hour fitness wake up dude that's why you're the one of the most hated guys in the NBA well, right and the now. Well, the
9: Warriors are becoming less and less likable by the minute. I mean, about the only thing I like about them right now is their head coach, Steve Kerr. But seriously, they are becoming so easily hateable, it makes what the Nuggets did to them Saturday night that much more special. Very much so. And I don't
8: even like the Cavs. Okay, I'm not a Cavs fan. But I was rooting for the Cavs like like it was a freaking Nuggets game seven. Yeah. And I'm looking at those two possessions late saying... My God, that's a foul. How many times are you going to hack LeBron? Where's the foul? Where's the foul? We all saw the foul. We all saw it. Just be a genuine guy about it. Don't be a jerk. Time now for our morning sugar fix.
3: Time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar head high. Sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Woo-hoo-hoo!
11: Sugar slam! Shake that.
23: marty How was your Christmas, buddy? It was fantastic. I got an excellent gift from my wife. Would you like to hear about it?
8: Is it... Is it going to be quick, or is it going to be like a three-minute deal here? Well,
23: given this little intro we have yeah. to it, plus the story, it'll probably be about 35 seconds. All right, go ahead. Cool with that? All right, cool. So I've been a huge Kansas Jayhawks fan, basketball, since 2003, since Kirk Heinrich and Nick Collison. Never been there. I've always wanted to go to a game. and She got me courtside seats for the game on January 13th against Kansas State.
11: Wow!
23: wow. So, couple things, couple things. Why are you such a passionate Jayhawks fan? Uh, you know, Kirk Heinrich was my favorite player in that game against, uh, Melo's Syracuse Orangeman in the yeah. 2003 finals. Sure. Really got me going, so. So
8: are you a Kirk Heinrich fan before or after the,
23: uh, Rex specs that he wore? Uh it was before. It was okay. well before. When he had that dopey haircut in his yeah. teen years. Wow, interesting. hmm So congrats, man. Yeah, I can't That's wait. i loving super wife. Excited.
8: Not just tickets.
10: Courtside tickets. I know. I know. So,
8: do you do what, most guys do in that
23: situation. How much? How much it cost? Did no. You ask? No, I mean the the price is right on the ticket. I'm not going to make a big deal. Oh, oh, okay. So deal. Like so
9: how many shows will you miss?
23: Like seven or eight? Yeah, yeah that out was out two weeks. Yeah,
9: <laughs> two weeks
23: and a day. So, you know, so you're
8: going to have like a three week tailgate before the game.
23: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm going to need eleven working days off. So. No, when is the game? January thirteenth, Saturday. It's Kansas State, in-state rival. So you- it,
9: it's, in it's in Lawrence. So what's that? About eight. Seven and a half, maybe? Yeah,
23: seven hours.
9: Maybe.
8: Okay. Wow. That's a very charitable gift. Man, so you could
9: leave out. after the show Friday and be back for the show Monday. That that could all work. That yeah, could all work. See, that's a hell of a lot better than a
8: DNA kit.
23: Yeah. <laughs> that much right yeah. now, no doubt. Exactly. All right, what else do we have? Okay, Trevor Simeon turns 26 today. When he takes his ne- next snap in the NFL, what uh, jerseys he going to be wearing? That's a great uh, question. It's amazing that he's only 26. I think
10: the next snap he takes will be as a Bronco. You think he's sticking around? Yeah, I think he's the backup.
23: He's a cheap
9: backup.
10: He's $718,000 next year. And he's Ah.
9: still under contract. I think Elway's just mad enough to blow
10: this whole thing up. I would... Just mad enough. I mean, you you can't just do things and make rash decisions just because you're mad.
8: Let me ask you this, though. Be honest. Do you think if you asked Trevor Simeon in the confessional, does he want to remain a Bronco, how would he
10: answer that? I think his answer would be yes, because I think... This organization has given him mu- a much bigger opportunity than any other organization okay. would have given him. I-, I think he's here next year as the backup.
9: I, I, w- I would keep an eye on anyone with the last name Kubiak and where they worked in the NFL, and I would keep an eye on that team.
8: I just think a change of scenery is healthy, it- especially for somebody Steven's who's not going to another team.
11: He's
9: not. Ah.
8: Come on, the quarterback playing this league. There's a- there's 15- 15 quarterbacks out there who are on shaky ground right now.
10: I can go up and down the league. I can find you 15.
8: And he's got others. that okay.
9: Chargers game and that Dallas game on
10: film. I, I, I just, I look at it and say his best opportunity to play will be here. That's where he'll be.
23: Next. Alright, if I told you it was Pudge's birthday today, who comes to mind? Rodriguez. 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 John Rodriguez. Well no, it's Carlton Fisk's birthday. Oh jeez.
15: So oh, Different catcher. I thought for
23: sure you you two were gonna say. Yeah, uh, the, old guys yeah the old guy should have got that. But the most recent Pudge
8: is Rodriguez. Right. Plus he made the Hall of Fame a couple years ago. Well he had that famous
9: where he held the ball out yeah. when he tagged the guy out to win the playoff series. Yeah, he really blew that one. And you know, Pudge really
8: wasn't that pudgy.
10: You know, he doesn't come
8: right. across as a real pudgy dude.
10: If you'd have asked me chiseled. though if you'd have said, Hey, what was Carlton Fisk's nickname? Would you have gotten Pudge right away? I know it's his nickname, but I
8: wouldn't I would have applied it more to Rodriguez. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too.
23: All right. This day, nineteen nineteen, Babe Ruth is sold from the Red Sox to the Yankees. <sighs> <sighs> Any uh anything to Manchester. say there, Manchester? Manchester?
10: Uh, great acquisition by the Yankees. Uh, you know, I mean, what are you gonna say? You gotta tip your cap to him. I find it funny too how you use the word sold.
9: Not that you used the wrong word, that was the correct word, but it's yeah. just a funny terminology a hundred years later. Is
10: it true that he was sold so they'd have money to produce No No Nanette? Or is that just the legend?
8: I
9: don't
23: know the reason. Like some
10: sort of Broadway play or something? And I think it was No No Nanette. I wouldn't be surprised. The fact you know that, sorta, of.
23: Scares me a little Disturbs bit. you a little yeah, bit. Legend has it. Okay, in 1963, the Beatles release I Want to Hold Your Hand, and I saw her standing there in the U.S., and that is largely known as the start of Beatlemania in the United States. Not a Beatles guy. You've got a lot of these topics here that we don't jive with. Oh, I'm I a Beatles it. guy. I like the Beatles. Well, there you go. There's one. Yeah. Oh. All right, this one's interesting to me, at least. Uh, 1968, Led Zeppelin has their U.S. concert debut, and it was in Denver, Colorado. Are the, you purposely prodding us right now? Yeah.
10: Now we're doing Led Zeppelin? Well, I, it has and
9: a little day after connection. Christmas. Day after Christmas, everyone's in a good mood. to Tlaib's coming up in four minutes, and you're taking everyone off. All
23: right, 1973, The Exorcist premieres. Anything?
10: What What the hell's wrong with
23: you? Uh, okay. This is Christmas. I, there may not be a movie I hate more
10: than The Exorcist. I wouldn't watch it. I hate that movie. I won't watch it. I fell asleep during I, that I movie. I won't watch it. And every time I woke up, as it was going, yeah. it was just Blair, whatever her name yeah. is. Linda Blair, screaming. That's all it was. That entire movie is yeah. just screaming. i to watch
8: it. By the way, I fell asleep during Star Wars, the most recent one. I fell asleep halfway through I it.
10: saw your tweet. Like, the last I 31 minutes were asleep. good.
8: I The first part was the Cleveland I, Browns. Listen to me again. It was a middle-of-the-day viewing. Middle-of-the-day. At so the theater. I wouldn't,
23: at the theater, so I wouldn't fall asleep. I fell asleep. Don't you think it's an odd time to release that kind of movie the day after Christmas? They released one of the scariest There's a bunch
8: of freaks out there, dude. For The Exorcist? Yeah. It's a freak shows.
23: 2001, Patrick Waugh becomes the first goalie to win 500 games. There's only one other person who has 500 wins Marty Brodeur. Marty Brodeur has 691. That went a little lighter for you fellas there.
7: That was good. Okay. Well done.
23: Uh, 2007, There Will Be Blood is released. The uh, main character's son's name in that movie? HW. Really? Really? Mm -hmm. The only other person I've known is, is HW. Does
9: HW survive?
23: He does, but he's got a bit of a limp at the end. So yeah. I could deal with it. That accident. was a
9: crazy
8: movie. That dude
23: was... Who was that yeah.
8: main character again? The guy with the mustache? Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah. Played him. yeah, yeah. That was Marty just movie.
10: totally rebounded from all the Babe Ruth and Led Zeppelin. To, that was a great little tidbit. Good Speaking bounce back, Marty. Daniel Day-Lewis,
8: yeah. best movie he's ever been a part of. My Left Foot. Have you seen
10: yeah. it? Yeah, back in the day. My Left Foot.
8: I encourage you to watch it. 1987.
10: What a great movie. Be my movie. guess, My Left Foot.
23: Oh, we're going to end it there because that was a high note. So thank you. Well
10: Good job,
8: Marty. Enjoy uh, that two month pro- procession to Kansas, Kansas state or whatever <laughs> the hell that game is. Oh, that should be he's fun. He's
10: probably walking, right? Right. <laughs> stage coaching.
11: <laughs>
8: All right. We're going to take a quick break here because up next, a little change of plans. Keeb Talib usually joins us later in the show, but the Broncos are back at work today. Keeb Talib next on Altitude 950.
3: This has been your morning sugar fix Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts Going beyond the news To bring you the sweet stories Altitude 950 Denver's all sports station Coming up tonight Your Denver Nuggets take on the Utah Jazz In a Northwest Division collision Tip-off is at 7 o'clock with a pregame show gaining away at 635 The radio voice of the Nuggets Jason Kosminski will be on the call KKSE, Parker, Denver, Denver, home of the most. Shoots
11: and scores!
0: Nathan scores Home of
3: the Cards.
0: Get up it in by Nicole
3: Yelkin. The and, and Nuggets And Denver's all sports station, Altitude 950.
7: And this thing is over!
3: Now, back to Dick Lombardi. Woo! This is the to Taleeb Show. Our field, our show. Presented by Metro 21 Real Estate Group. Check them out at Metro21Homes.com. I got to show up and do
0: something, right?
3: This is the to Taleeb Show. Let's go! On Altitude 950.
8: Want to wish a Merry Christmas to all our listeners here on Altitude 950 and all of our guests, one of which joins us on the hotline right now with Keep to Leave. Merry Christmas, Keep, how are you, my man?
20: I'm good, I'm good. What's going on?
8: Not much. Hey, so you guys are back at work today with the day off. Uh, how does the schedule change? What do you guys do today? Is it today like a like an active Monday? Uh, do you guys just swap dates?
18: Yeah, it's like
20: a Monday. Uh, you just live ways and watch film. Well, that's not basically, so yeah,
8: hey, I wanted to uh, congratulate you. I haven't spoken to you since the uh, pro Bowl voting came out last week. Congrats again on another pro Bowl. I think you've made it every year you've been a Broncos, so that's something to be said there uh does it is it still as meaningful when you get that that call that award? does it still mean a lot to you?
20: yeah, definitely, man that's uh you know, the, the coaches around the league and the players around the league they both hold the most weight uh and that and that uh and with that award so man that just that just shows your respect around the league man uh just even not a not a big season as far as like interceptions wise and and you still get that vote man that's that means that the, the, the guys you guard and and the coaches who, who watch them tape on you, man, they, they still got a lot of respect for you and they still vote for you. So that definitely means a lot.
8: You're right. It means that they are watching tape. Hey, does Chris, because I know Chris Harris was a little upset that he didn't get the uh, do due, uh, due votes and, and he's going to go in as an alternate. But do you think he has a point when he says playing the slot probably cost him some votes?
20: Uh, I don't know, man. That's a, that's a question y'all got to ask Chris. Uh, I, I always thought playing the slot give you a lot of opportunities man i have tell you, charles wasn't go to the slot and start getting eight interceptions a year well he ain't got he got none on the outside so i don't know man that's 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 something you got to ask chris man uh i feel like if he would have been outside he still wouldn't have got no targets this year man it just was it was just how teams was attacking us this year they wasn't really wasn't really throwing me and chris the ball so yeah. I, don't, I don't think i don't think it, it, it would have mattered if he was in the slot or if he was outside
8: how did the redskins attack you on sunday
18: Yes, they
20: uh they they play they played cousins played good football, man. He uh he he, he threw the ball in his zones. We had a lot of busts. We we played we kinda of, we beat ourselves in a lot of ways. But cousins played good football, man. He uh he created time, he, he held mm-hmm. the ball, he created time in the pocket and uh, he found open man.
8: I saw you guys streaming after that Dachshund touchdown. Uh, clearly, miscommunication there. Is that just a result of a play call they made that confused you, or is that something you did on your end?
20: Nah, well, it was a miscommunication between me and Chris. Chris came over and made a call, and uh, and she, he just thought somebody. He thought it was a, a DB outside when it was a linebacker outside. Uh-huh. So it was just a miscommunication between me and Chris. Uh, I mean, he made a call, and uh, that's what—that's the call we played.
8: Hey man, it, it's okay to be angry after something like that. I know you threw your water bottle. Everybody, it's okay. It mean, you know what it means to me? It means that you still care. What would make me mad is if something like that happened and nobody did anything. Caring, everybody should care as much as you do. Don't you agree?
20: Yeah, sure. I mean, I—I—I I, I know I do. So that's so that's really what I'm worried about, real big. Um, there
8: was a shot during the game. Brock Osweiler's walking up and down the sideline, trying to get his boys into it. I know you were on the field at the time, but nobody was even paying attention to him. I mean, he's screaming, he's yelling. Everybody's got their head down. How, man? I don't know how to respond to something like that. If you saw that happen, if you're starting to yell at your teammates and everybody ignores you, what would you do? What would you say
20: at that point? I don't know, but I ain't, I ain't never had that happen to me. So I say if that's a Brock Osweiler question, man. But do you think
8: it's – you think some players are in that mode, though? Do you think some of your teammates might be in that, God, you know, we, we're we tired of hearing everybody yell but we want the season to be over mode?
20: I'm not. I got another game left, man. I'm trying to give me some stats, man. Finish, finish strong. And the pro football focus number, man, I'm trying to finish in the top ten, get my points up. So, I don't know. I can't, I can't really speak for everybody else. I just. I just – people
8: myself. I am glad you brought up Pro Football Focus cuz some players say it's a bunch of crap. Some players say, "Come on, Pro Football Focus doesn't know what the play call is. How can you say it's legit?" And yet other players really stand true by it. What is your thought on Pro Football Focus as a whole? Is it a legit stat? Uh
20: it's, I think it's pretty legit. It's pretty legit, but uh they they could they could use some some professional help, you know what I'm saying? I think they got yeah. a bunch of guys who 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 never played the game. Doing the grades, so I mean, I think they probably could use some professional help. Some guys who play the game and who can who can help them a little bit. You know, what I mean, like because it's, it's it's weird. You get, you get no. If I go if I on a great receiver like Julio Jones, yeah, and he has zero catches, and I basically we we wash out. He has zero catches on. Me. I don't do nothing. I have no pass breakups or anything. Basically, my pro my focus score would be zero. So. Hmm. I should get points for holding the, the a top receiver in the league to zero catches. They 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 give you no points for for locking somebody down for, yeah. for no for not. You know what I'm saying? It's no, no, you're it's right. No points for that. Yeah. So I mean that's that's that would be my only complaint as a, as a DB. We get no points for like locking somebody down, holding somebody to zero catches, zero targets. If Julio Jones gets zero catches, zero targets, I should have a great I should have a great game. Sure. I mean I'm yeah. the reason why. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's Julio Jones. Every other week he got 150 yards, two touchdowns. So I mean, it, it's, it it could be tweaked a little bit, but I think it's, I think it's pretty good as far as as far as how they grade you on your game.
8: And, and how does pro football focus know what the play call is? How do they know what the defense is? How do they know it's your territory? How do they know it's not a busted call? How, you know what I'm saying? There are too many things that go on during the course of the game they don't have knowledge of.
20: Yeah, it is. I mean, but uh, you watch you watch the all 22 tape, and it's uh it, it ain't rocket science out there. I mean. <laughs> If you let me, if you let me watch all twenty-two tape of any game in the league, I can tell you who fought it is on these touchdowns. I, I yeah. can tell you, I can tell you who who is supposed to fit this run right here. Sure. So I mean, if you if you know football, if you know if you know football, and, and you get the all twenty-two tape, it, it's it's not rocket science. You can grade it, you know. So that's what they do. Hey, what do you expect? Sometimes, out of- sometimes they get stuff wrong, though. I mean, of course, sometimes they get stuff wrong. But I mean. Uh, they get it wrong, you better you better reach out to them and correct them. Is there a
8: way to reach out to them? Have you done that before? Yeah,
20: yeah, yeah. You definitely can reach out to them and, and correct them. I definitely. It's, it's, it's social media world.
8: <laughs> I didn't realize you can do that. Uh, Keith, what do you expect out of this season finale? Kansas City really has nothing to play for. Uh, do you expect Mahomes to be the starting quarterback? What do you
5: think they'll do?
20: Uh, I, I ain't even moved to Kansas City yet. No? No. I just enjoyed my Christmas with my family, man. Came up here uh, for this day at work, and I uh, will start worrying by the Chiefs tomorrow when I start watching the tape. But uh, no, I don't think, I don't think so. I think, I think Alex Smith. I think Alex Smith will still be the starter. Uh, they may pull him. He might. It may if they get a lead or, or no matter of circumstance of the game, they may take him out. But uh, I think he'll still start the game. They'll try to keep that rhythm. But you, and, they not getting a bye week or nothing like that. So. Yeah, you've been I mean, on their if side before. Up, they probably have let those guys rest. If you're healthy, then you probably have played.
8: You make a good point because you've been on that side where you have nothing to play for. You want to make sure you're healthy going into the postseason. If that's the case, man, why even play your starters? Why play your starters more than a half? You want to make sure you're healthy going into the playoffs. I mean, what's the point?
20: I don't know, man. We'll, we'll hope they come play them Tuesday. We'll end the season on a great note. We'll beat the hell out of their Tuesday. They can come play their tools, <laughs> and we'll we we'll, we we'll, we'll have a end the season on a great note. How do you um, how do you go into this final week?
8: Because as every day passes, you're saying to yourself, you, "You may not see this guy next year. You might have a teammate across the way from you. That, might, that guy may not be back next year." What, what's it like going into the final week of a season that you know is going to be over a week from today?
20: Oh uh, man, it's just. It's, it's nothing I ain't did. Maybe it's, it's, it's a shock or a shell shock to some guys who ain't did it before, but it's my 10th season, Vic. I done did all this before, man. I done been in the playoffs. I done not been to the playoffs. I done lost in the first round. I done won the Super Bowl. I done lost in the AFC Championship. So, man, it's, it is what it is, Vic. It's, we got a week left of work. Mm-hmm. We're going to work for a week. I'm going pack to this, pack this car up, get back to Dallas, man, and, and get my offseason started.
8: But but you know since you've been around this you know change is coming right there's no way they're not going to go through an off season without change.
20: I mean, I mean, what change are you talking about? I mean, I'm
8: talking the entire. I'm talking anything's on the table. That's what I mean. I mean, when you go through the season, you have. Anything is on the table. Would you be surprised by any kind of change? I'm talking coach. No, I'm talking saying, player.
20: I, anything. I've been playing for I've been playing for ten years. Like I've seen I've seen it all, man. I've seen any, anything you can see. Anything that you can see in the NFL, I've seen it. So yeah. I've been a part of it. So it, nothing would surprise me. It won't surprise me. Nothing would surprise me. Just I'm gonna just leave it at that. Just I nothing don't. Would surprise me. I don't
8: blame you. Hey, hey listen, man. Uh, have a good week of work. I know this is the final week and I know you bring it every week. So best of luck to you against the Chiefs and we'll see you out at Dove Valley. Thanks, Keep. Appreciate it, man. All right, man. That is a to leave. Um, clearly he is, um, that, that play where Doxton scored the touchdown and they're all angry. Again, another take, another play that's reflective of the season, just frustration boiling over because they know they're better than that. They know they are. Frustration on both sides of the football. You heard it in Aqib's voice. What is there left to play for? Well, there's always pro football focus in those stats. He loves his stats. A lot of those guys at that level, man. They watch the game. They play the game at a different, different, with different things in mind. Put it that way. Love to get your thoughts on what Aqib had to say as we enter the final week of Bronco season right here on Altitude
3: 950. The to Tlaib Show has been brought to you by Metro 21 Real Estate Group. Check them out at Metro21Homes.com. Our field, our show. Don't miss to Tlaib every Tuesday at 815 with Vic Lombardi exclusively on Altitude 950. Denver's All Sports Station. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Mark Mosier Show.
0: Back to, real quick though, the, the proposal thing. I'm sure there are stories out there of guys, you know, they're, he's dating a girl and they're over her parents' house, right, for Christmas. And he's like, this is the perfect thing. In mm-hmm. front of her whole family, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. And then he just gets shot down. Blam, blam. And it's, yeah. it's all said and done. You yeah, know, and where don't, do you go don't, from don't there? Don't do that, yeah, don't do that the the to note. yourself during the holiday season. Alright, let's have Everybody, let's uh, retreat to the uh, the dinner table now and have some turkey. That (laughs) doesn't work out.
13: (laughs) Key lime pie is ready. Like no, 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 no. This whole everything's ruined.
3: This whole year is ruined. You do something like that. Mark Mosier every weekday afternoon, one to three only on Altitude nine fifty.
1: Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to bergsimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com.
15: Good lawyers changing lives. This is Steve Berg of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results, and you can check for yourself at bergsimpson.com. That's bergsimpson.com. Berg Simpson, good lawyers changing lives.
11: Sam's
16: number three. You've been coming for about 12, 13 years now.
15: It's like home. While our,
22: all the waitresses are just like family, you know?
16: Monster cinnamon roll thing looked fantastic. I think
17: green chili goes with everything. We did eat. We we ate a lot. Colorado thing.
5: Service is awesome. They treat
20: you well here.
17: Tacos, the burritos, and then the Greek. I think there are certain rules that you have to eat green chili while watching football, so.
20: Sam's number three. In Aurora, off Savannah Parker. In Glendale, off Cherry and Leesdale. And downtown, off 15th and Curtis.
13: Do you have a hankering for some real, authentic, quality Colorado Mexican food? Make your way down to Real de Mines. Experience the ambiance and taste of Mexico with their meals prepared from the freshest of ingredients. And when you're in the mood to unwind, the happy hours at Real de Mines will help. Live music, karaoke, and delicious, authentic Mexican food, it's Real de Mines with four convenient locations. Find the location closest to you and drool over their online menu at Real de Mines restaurant
8: Davidson's Liquor and Centennial is now open off Parker and Arapaho. Open 7 days a week with great in-store specials. Stock up for the holidays. Online at
2: davidsoncentennial.com. Davidson's Liquor. Like them on Facebook. Buying or selling a home doesn't have to be stressful. Now there's a one-stop shop where they treat you right. Metro 21 Real Estate Group is taking the pain out of buying or selling a home. Lucas Akers and his team of agents are all over the Denver area, and they can help you save money. Why pay a 6% commission fee? With Metro 21 Real Estate Group, the total commission rate is as low as 3.99%. Call 303-430-HOME to find out how they can help you or check them out online at Metro21Homes.com to see the value of your home and to see what Lucas and his team can do for you. Whether you're looking for a home or selling yours, give them a call. It's Metro 21 Real Estate Group, 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-HOME. Metro 21 Real Estate Group. And tell them you heard about what they have to offer on the radio. Altitude 950,
3: Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi.
8: Hey, I saw you guys screaming after that Dachshund touchdown. Uh, Clearly miscommunication there. Is that just a result of a play call they made that confused you, or is that something you did on your end?
20: Nah, well... It was a miscommunication between me and Chris. Chris came over, he made a call, and uh and he just thought somebody. He thought it was a, a DB outside when it was a linebacker outside. Yeah. So it was just a miscommunication between me and Chris. Uh, I mean, he made a call, and uh, that's what, that's the call we played.
9: Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show. You just heard Vic interview Akib Talib. There joins us every Tuesday on the program. Some interesting thoughts from Akib. Uh, Vic is stepping back into the studio here momentarily. Same with Manchester. I am Will Peterson, HW. A couple things that stood out to me, uh particularly at the end of that interview, that I want to talk about. One, Aqib told us something that a lot of Broncos fans probably are not super thrilled about. to Talib, after they play the Chiefs on Sunday, is going to pack his car and go back to Dallas. And I understand that Dallas is home for Aqib Tlaib. And I understand that Dallas is a place where he has a lot of family. But a lot of stuff in Dallas that has happened with Aqib Tlaib has not been pretty. And he let Vic know that after the Chiefs game, he's packing his car and going back to Dallas. So I assume if you're a Broncos fan and you heard that, you cringed.
8: Ah, That wasn't the most surprising item out of his mouth, to be honest. To me, it's when I went down that Pro Bowl road and I gave him an opportunity to sort of, yeah, you know, Chris deserved to be a pro bowler. But when I raised that question, what did he say? Do we have that answer? I raised the question. I said, you know, Chris didn't make the pro bowl. He made it as an alternate. And his response was he got penalized because he had to play the slot, and he wants to stick outside. If he stays outside, he'll get better tape. He'll get more looks, more targets. And he'll make more pro Bowls. And that's what Chris Harris said last week. When I gave Akeem an opportunity to sort of jump on that and defend Chris, I didn't go in that direction necessarily.
9: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and they obviously, there was a, there was an issue on Sunday, let's put it that way. Our friend Nick Kosmider was talking about Tlaib's sideline demeanor after that, and, uh, I believe it was Chuck in a water bottle. I, I, I think, Clearly, Chris and him are friends, and clearly he and Chris are buddies, and they have the Kansas connection, and they help each other's foundations out, and they're friends. But right now, I don't know if Chris Harris is to Tlaib's favorite person in the world. At this very moment. Let's just put it that way.
8: Ah, not trying to start anything, but you listen. Here's the Q&A. Uh, I
20: don't know, man. That's a, that's a question y'all got to ask Chris. Uh, I, I always thought playing the slot give you a lot of opportunities, man. i have tell you, Charles Wilson go to the slot and start getting eight interceptions a year. Well, he ain't got. He got none on the outside. So I don't know, man. That's 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 something you got to ask Chris, man. Uh, I feel like if he would have been outside, he still wouldn't have got no targets this year, man. It just was it was just how teams was attacking us this year. They wasn't really wasn't really throwing me and Chris the ball. So yeah.
11: what do
10: you think? I think we're reading too much into yeah, it. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I think he disagrees with what Chris Harris said. If you're mm-hmm. in the slot, you're going to get more. He thinks you're going to get more action. The ball is going to come your direction more. I I, I don't think that. I think we're reading into it to say there's a beef there. I I think he just disagrees with something he said. I'm not trying to insinuate
8: there's a beef. I just think that at the end of a season, it's each his own. I I think they're in that save my, save my own ass. Well, yeah.
9: And we heard him talking about it. He was talking a lot about his pro football focus numbers and how he's concerned about making sure his pro football focus numbers look good. That's why he's concerned about the Chiefs game. And I don't blame him at all, but Akeeb has totally shifted from Team mode to individual mode. Well, and course. I don't blame him no, in the least. No, that's The yes, entire team. We're all on the same page But here. when
8: we wonder why things unravel on the field, why they're not playing as a team, there you go. To, to each his own. Mm-hmm. You know, the,
10: the season's over. But, see, but again, I'm going to blame that on the coaching staff. Because I get why players start worrying about themselves, because to them, there's no difference between 5 and 11 and 6 and 10. There's not. There's no. They're not uh, going to the playoffs. That's it all that matter. matters. And especially when you're on a team that two years ago won a Super Bowl and you're used to winning 11, 12, 13 games a season, playing home playoff games, and now all of a sudden you're involved in this kind of a mess. I get it. You start looking out for number one. The selfishness is understandable. But that's not happening with every team that's got five wins. That's not happening in because, San Francisco. Because not every team
8: had the success this team had. Just 19 months ago. You have to understand that. San Francisco's been bad for a while. They're getting okay. good again. So the expectations are different. And when it goes bad, it goes really bad. See, for San Francisco, five wins is a step in the right direction. For the Denver Broncos, five wins is absolute
10: destruction an abomination. Do you understand the difference there? Fine. Arizona. Arizona's a team that's been very competitive the last few but years. But not on the Broncos level. They didn't but win they're a, a playoff Bowl. team. But they didn't a- a every Bowl. single year they're a playoff team. They still go out and play hard. They're playing without Car- Carson Palmer. They still go out and look like an organized group that isn't just a bunch of mercenaries worried about themselves. They also have the same coach in place for what, five years? Well, I just, I think Bruce Arians is a better coach than Vance yeah. Joseph. That's not a, that's not a huge hot take, but yeah. I, I blame, you can't just say, well, because they won a Super Bowl two years ago, there's no way you can keep this thing on the rails. Gary Kubiak did last year. Mm-hmm. How'd they play in the final game last year against Oakland that had no meaning at all? And that was, 10 months removed from having won a Super Bowl. Well, and think about the talent that's
9: still on this roster. I mean, Cuban Benny says on the Altitude 950 text line, 30933, has any team had better DBs than Denver? Historically, I'd be surprised to see a season without a Pro Bowler. Well, historically or not, this roster is still chock full of talent. The amount of guys who played key roles in Super Bowl 50 who are still on this team for this to happen, I'm on Manchester's side here. It's unacceptable, and if you're going to point the finger anywhere... You gotta point it at the coaching staff. Some at John Elway, but we all agree the notion of this is firing John Elway is an absurd notion. So someone's gotta take the fall. The logical people to take the fall is the coaching staff.
10: That just is what it is. No, let me Let me put it this way. What have you seen since he was hired last January that makes you think he's capable of doing this job? He being Vance Joseph. We're not privy to the stuff that goes on
8: behind the scenes. The stuff that does go on in front of our eyes, I've not seen anything.
10: Okay, so we have, but and that was the answer. I assume we get. We haven't seen a thing. We haven't. It's not like, well, you know what, he handled this situation and that situation really well. Well, you know what, he's blossomed in this area. Nothing. Not a single thing. That's I mean, that, the Dallas. The staggering. Dallas game
9: was impressive. The Dallas game was impressive. They played good football that day. But with all the other disasters, sorry, man, you don't get the benefit of the doubt of the Dallas game anymore because you can't manage a clock. You can't manage situational football. You can't have players who understand they have to get out of bounds as the clock is expiring. You can't have a dude who's fumbled six times continue to go out there and fumble. Like The list just goes on and on of missteps of how incompetent. And I don't want to make this just a Vance Joseph thing. Is there a 1% chance Brock Olivo returns next year? I'd say there's a 0% chance Brock Olivo well, returns. Once next the head year.
8: coach goes, then, then all bets are off with you. But others. I'm saying
9: even if they talk themselves into
10: keeping VJ, yeah. do you think Brock Olivo would be back? I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think Billy Moose would be back. I mean, this this offense has not been any better really, since they fired Mike McCoy.
9: They showed some flashes in yeah. Indy, but that was more Brock kind of willing them boring, than anything yeah. else.
10: Boring, boring, boring at every turn. I mean, they put a graphic up on the screen the other day, and it was like the last six possessions, five plays, 18 yards, minute and a half. I mean, it was all like that, three and out, 45 seconds. It's the same garbage we've seen all season long. Hey, what
8: you touched on this a little bit. What What are your thoughts on Keeb's fascination with, with numbers and stats and pro football focus? Is that bothersome at all? Is that is that anti-team? Is that too selfish? Is that what everybody thinks? What what is it?
10: He plays a he plays this position that's sort of on an island. Yeah. So there's
8: no really other way to distinguish. He makes a great point. You know, he can have a game where he shuts down Julio Jones, and according to Pro Football Focus, he's a zero because nothing was thrown his way, and he doesn't think that's fair. He's right, but we're at that point now. If the Broncos were headed to the
10: playoffs, we'd never be talking about his numbers.
8: It, no, wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a all. topic of
10: conversation. I, I just I don't have a problem with a guy who plays a position that is sort of inherently a selfish position. Mm-hmm. You you have to sort of be wired that way, using numbers to motivate himself. I, I I don't I don't have a problem with that. It's a little bit. I mean, we talked to Ryan Harris. He can tell you how many sacks he gave up in any given season. Because if you're a left tackle or a right tackle, you're kind of out there by yourself again, and it's pretty obvious if you give up the sack. Mm-hmm. It's pretty obvious how many penalties get called on you. I don't think there's a problem with that at all. I think it's problematic if a quarterback is too concerned about his numbers and too worried about getting to 4,000 yards passing instead of, hey, what's the best way to win this game today? Oh, we need to hand it off and run the football. I think those kind of numbers can get problematic. I think it could be bad if Vaughn is so worried about his sack totals that he's not doing his responsibility on certain plays because he's just rushed Ooh. the passer, rushed the passer, rushed the passer. I mean, I think there's instances where it can be, it can be bad. But it, this in this situation it doesn't bother so, me. At so all. I
8: asked keep also about Brock Osweiler storming off the sideline, yelling at teammates, trying to exhort the troops. There was no reaction. What, what what does he think about that? And he gave me the old standard. You have to ask Brock. But it leads me to believe, man, that they have lost all faith in the offense to the point where they don't care anymore. There's no more they can say about the offense. Clearly the offense is dysfunctional and broken to the point where players won't even react to the quarterback yelling at them. I guess I asked the question hoping the key would go up, but he
10: said nothing there's nothing he can say there three different quarterbacks, three different offensive coordinators, two different head coaches and how many different offensive linemen? And it's the exact same thing as we had last year. That's almost impossible to do, right? All right, so real quickly, I want to ask you two, because we talked about it earlier in the show.
9: Mike Florio uh wrote an article that said VJ could be one and done. Now, he didn't do the sources thing. He just did facts. He just did these are some of the numbers jarring. A week from today is Vance Joseph, the head coach of the Denver Broncos. Yes. No. I lean towards yes, but I would not be surprised if the answer Wouldn't is no. Wouldn't surprise me if it was
10: no as well. Wouldn't surprise me. But if you're asking me to guess, I'd say yes. The reason being guys, I don't know how you can sell that. No. I mean, you gotta think about it from a, from a, what's your customer gonna think standpoint. How do you sell that? But my, I go back to,
8: I go back to your, you always talk about money being yeah. spent. That's gonna cost them a lot. I know, of money. but it's
10: a cost benefit analysis. If you can't sell it to your customer, you're better off eating the contract than having people who have no faith in you Before a before season ticket renewals go out and they're due in March, yeah, I know I know they're people are not going to give them up, but that's just part of the business. You have to provide your your customer with hope. Sure. And I asked you the question: What has he done since he's been hired? One thing that has made you think he's capable of doing this job, and you, someone who doesn't want to rip people unfairly, can't come up with one. You're right.
8: Hey, Benny brings up a good point, and Benny is thinking exactly what I was thinking while I was having a conversation with akeeb He writes, quote, it's unsettling to hear Talib talk about stats. Why? Tells me he knows that his contract situation with the Broncos is not solid, and he's making tape. I was thinking the exact same thing. Sure.
10: He's, re- he's building the resume. I was thinking the exact same mm-hmm. thing. I mean, building the resume. he knows Fine. something
8: we don't. Yeah, He's not going to come out and say it, but he knows something we don't. We that, when you hear him talk about his numbers, what do you think he's talking to? Who, does he, who is he talking to? Potential suitors. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Merry Christmas, everybody. Homeowners, you need to sell your house. Troy Hansford, the Hansford real estate team, is the only agent you need to call. He will make you this offer. Troy will sell you a home or your home at a price and a time you agree with, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. How does he do it? Marketing. He has an exclusive system for marketing homes that's been proven to get clients the most money. Recently he used that system. He sold the house for 10 grand more than what the owner thought it was worth. Give him a call today. 720-900-4433. That's 720-900-4433.
1: Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson. Your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to BergSimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G
15: Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. This is Steve Berg of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results, and you can check for yourself at bergsimpson.com. That's bergsimpson.com. Berg Simpson, good lawyers changing lives.
13: Do you have a hankering for some real, authentic, quality Colorado Mexican food? Make your way down to Real de Mines. Experience the ambiance and taste of Mexico with their meals prepared from the freshest of ingredients. And when you're in the mood to unwind, the happy hours at Real de Mines will help. Live music, karaoke, and delicious, authentic Mexican food, it's Real de Mines with four convenient locations. Find the location closest to you and drool over their online menu at Real de Mines Restaurant
8: davidson's liquor and centennial is now open off parker and arapaho open seven days a week with great in-store specials stock up for the holidays
2: online at davidsoncentennial.com davidson's liquor like them on facebook buying or selling a home doesn't have to be stressful now there's a one-stop shop where they treat you right metro 21 real estate group is taking the pain out of buying or selling a home. Lucas Akers and his team of agents are all over the Denver area, and they can help you save money. Why pay a 6% commission fee? With Metro 21 Real Estate Group, the total commission rate is as low as 3.99%. Call 303-430-HOME to find out how they can help you. Or check them out online at Metro21Homes.com to see the value of your home and to see what Lucas and his team can do for you. Whether you're looking for a home or selling yours, give them a call. It's Metro 21 Real Estate Group, 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-HOME. Metro 21 Real Estate Group and tell them you heard about what they have to offer on the radio.
18: Sam's
17: number three. You've been coming for about 12, 13 years now.
22: It's
2: like home. All, our,
7: all the waitresses are just like family, you know.
16: Monster cinnamon roll thing looked fantastic. I think
17: green chili goes with everything. We did eat. We we ate a lot. Colorado thing.
7: Service is awesome. They
5: treat
20: you well here.
17: Tacos, the burritos, and then the Greek. I think there are certain rules that you have to eat green chili while watching football. So Sam's
20: number three. In Aurora, off Havana and Parker, in Glendale, off Cherry and steel and down town top 15th and curtis
3: altitude 950 denver's all sports station Text us at 30933 to join the show you think some
8: players are in that mode though do you think some of your teammates might be in that god you know we we're, we're tired of hearing everybody yell but we want the season to be over mode
20: i'm not i got another game left man i'm trying to give me some stats man finish finish strong and it's pro football focus number, man. I'm trying to finish in the top 10, get my points up. So I don't know. I can't, I can't really speak for anybody else. I just, I just speak for myself.
8: That's Akeem Tlaib talking pro football focus and stats. Speaking of stats, today's a glorious day in the Lombardi household. Do you know why? Do you guys know why it's such a glorious day? It has something to do with stats. Why? Because I don't have to hear you people talk about your damn fantasy stats anymore because that damn season's over. Um, and I don't have to deal with this stuff anymore. you know
15: you're sitting with two champions?
8: Yes, and that's just the point. And the fact that James didn't even mention it, he understands what it is, and you can't stop talking about it. I'm giddy. It's the first one in my 20-year career. Yesterday I'm watching football Christmas Monday. We're at my mom's house, and I got my brother and sister-in-law – talking about specific players on the, and I'm just losing it, right? I'm just losing it. Stop! I don't care. I don't care about his stats.
10: I'm with you. Fantasy football, when you're not in it, and it's or it's not it's your team so is point. Oh, I know. No, believe me. I
9: need to give that context. I know no one cares about my fantasy team.
10: No one cares about your March
9: Madness bracket, remorse, and no one cares when, about your fantasy team. When there's
8: open remarks during a game, you're watching a game, and there's a play. There's a a ten yard run to the right, and there's not even teams you're rooting for. And all of a sudden, people are yapping and yelling, and like, what? What just happened? Why is everybody all? What's going on? Oh, uh, my fantasy. Oh my God.
10: See now, I I can somewhat handle it because I'm a fantasy guy. This is our thirtieth season of it, so I I get it when it's when you got one team. It's multiple fantasy team guy that drives me crazy though, right? Because he's the guy at the bar who every single play Vic is reacting that way, because every play either positively or negatively affects one of his nine fantasy teams, and it just drives me up a wall. This is why Todd Gurley's
8: now my favorite athlete in all of sports. He tweeted this yesterday after his outstanding game. I guess he gained a lot of yards for you fantasy leaguers. He said, quote, fantasy owners, you're welcome. Now leave us alone. Merry Christmas.
10: Well, there's a reason both Will and I won our championships. <laughs> we both Todd have Todd Gurley. Gurley. And Todd Gurley should be MVP. And yeah. I'm not
9: just saying that because he won my title. What that guy's done the last three weeks, he is the MVP of the NFL.
8: You're looking at them in fantasy numbers.
9: You're, He's got 2,000 combined
8: yards. I get, I, get it. It? I get it. But He's the wait. MVP, Vic. No, Tom Brady's the MVP. Mm. Tom Brady's the MVP.
9: Did you see when I asked Leggy that last week and I said, who are you voting for? And he didn't want to tip his hand, but he was kind That's of fine. thinking that That's Todd right. Gurley was it. Because Leggy's got to vote for it's it. It's a okay. two-horse
10: race at this point, right?
9: It's, it's got to be Brady and Gurley. Yeah. the real I lean MVP, Gurley because of the turnaround the Rams have had.
8: The real MVP is Mardio's wife, Abby, who presented these to us this morning. He walked in with a little box of cookies here. Nice. And said, wasn't my idea. It's all Abby's. Very nice. Very well done. You tell Abby she can take three-week vacations anytime she pleases. All right. right, Will do. All That's right. good. What there kind of go. cookies are like these? Them? These look good. I haven't tried it yet.
23: A little sugar cookie with a uh, some raspberry jam oh, yeah. up top there. Does she make these? Or? Oh, from scratch, yeah. She's a, she's a heck of a baker.
8: You know, my favorite thing to do is go to King Supers buy cookies, put them in the thing and say, yeah, I made these yeah. from scratch. Yeah. Get a little tin. Yeah.
23: Well, who else is even in this
10: conversation, though, for MVP? I mean, it, well, Antonio Brown was. A great got hurt. Is Wentz still in it? or uh, Because he got hurt, is he out? Won, and they've won a couple yeah, games without him. him. I don't think Wentz is in it. I mean, you, you, just teams, right? you, you just always go to the best teams, right? Look at the Saints, though. Is it Breeze or to be Kamara?
8: Dude, they're running back. They probably combo. cancel each other the out.
10: running backs hurt, they hurt each other. Right, right, right. You're right. I mean, they, they've got two down there. So it's just, I think it has to be... Gurley or Brady, and I'm with, and maybe it's I just want somebody different, Mm -hmm. but right now, because of the versatility, catching the ball and rushing the ball, 1300 plus rushing, 700 plus receiving, uh, Todd Gurley's the best player in the league right now. Well, and think about what Todd Gurley did last week.
9: He killed the Seahawks. Todd Gurley ended the Seahawks championship window. They're not going to make the playoffs anymore. You know, you keep saying that. They go down, they beat Dallas. We all
10: missed on that game. Dallas is a fraud. Boy, Jason Jarrah, Garrett's going to get canned.
9: Was Jarrah mad
8: or what? Jarrah, Jarrah was so mad at the How about first and goal from the two? And you don't even
10: give it to Zeke? Not once. That's, and you end up missing the field goal that would have cut it to four.
8: All right, we can go on and on on this right now. We need to go spanning the globe. Can we span it?
9: We might span it. We're thinking about
10: spanning it. I'm ready to span
9: it. Didn't you tell me we're spanning? We did, but i got to tell Jesse, too. I mean, it is on this fancy-dancy rundown mm-hmm. that I emailed everyone, but, you know... It is my fault for not being more clear. There's a
3: lot going on
5: in this sports world. Anything's possible.
3: Possible! Let's stand the globe.
9: All right, go. Jimmy Garoppolo moves to four and oh as the starter of the 49ers. The latest person to be impressed is one Tom Brady. How real is Jimmy G boys? Well, consider this: in his previous
8: thirty-one games, when I say he is in the Niners' previous thirty-one games, they were four and twenty-seven. He's already won four games as a starter, four zero. Think
10: That's about that—crazy, that. four and twenty-seven, and now he's four zero. I, I, I'm trying to think of a reason he wouldn't be legit, right? Like if, you, if you're trying to be skeptical, if you're trying to sit there and go, "Okay, don't get, don't get reeled in, don't fall for this." Small body of work. Okay. Maybe that would be about it. But when you see the way he manages, Manage the clock, the team, late. manages the clock, you watch that, that NFL films thing where he's wired up late in the game. He's got the leadership qualities that you're looking for. Um, you know, the, the staff that gets attached to quarterbacks and not to any other player on the field is wins and losses. He's been able to elevate his team. I, I, I think to me, he's the prime example of it's all about the quarterback. You just gave the stat. 4-27 and before him, 4-0 with him. Do, do you think the
8: at any point the Patriots will rue the day they let him go? Do you think it's going... I, I know they had to pay him this offseason. I get it. I get it. I get it. But this
10: could be a guy that can give him 10 more
8: years of quality football.
10: You know, I I, I would guess in five years when Tom Brady's retired, if Jimmy Garoppolo's a pro bowler for the Niners, there will be fans who will be sitting there saying, What were they thinking? He's our guy. Yeah. But it, given the circumstances... They didn't have a choice. You're not going to move on from Tom Brady when he's having an MVP caliber season. I mean, they have an MVP at quarterback. They're going to pay a backup quarterback crazy yeah. money? They're a victim of circumstance. Right. Then, and that is the salary. There, there was the no there was no good path for them to go down here.
9: Yeah. Uh, Chris Paul, guys, didn't play yesterday in that game between the Thunder and the Rockets. Obviously a bad result for the Denver Nuggets as the Thunder get the win over the Rockets. CP3... Everyone likes to talk about Harden, but is C P three the best player on the Rockets? Because it seems like as as he goes, they go. That's been the pattern early this year, or so far this year.
8: Well I asked the question earlier in the show, who will win the Northwest Division when it's all said and done? And I firmly believe it'll be it'll be Oklahoma City. I think Oklahoma City just has too much firepower, too much talent. I think they'll win it. But not by a lot, but they'll win the division. I was watching that game yesterday. Man, in those pressure moments, in those big games, did you see James Harden last year in the playoffs, that nine-point effort in that deciding game? He sort of looked like that same James Harden at times last night. In well, and that's State. why I
9: asked you guys that question. Everyone talks about the beard. It's Manchester, is CP3 their best player? I don't know what no, their best player is
8: because he has a history
9: of folding in the playoffs as well. But right. this year when they've played with him, they've been nearly unbeatable. When they've played
10: without him, they've lost. That's my point. Can I hedge and say he's maybe not their best player, but he's their most important player? a little bit. Yeah, we've had that conversation with these nuggets before too. You know, I I just think he's sort of the the catalyst to make the whole thing work. Beard's the best player, but I think he's he's the guy that takes them from being, man, we're pretty good, we're we're entertaining, but makes them really really dangerous. Without him, they don't have they're not going to beat Golden State. They're they're not a legit contender. With him, they are. Story on uh over the weekend that I wanted to get to.
9: Luke Walton is mad at his team and said they're pouting. Luke Walton, head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers, is mad that his team is a bunch of powders. Isn't this just great watching the Lakers? For as little success as they've had this this year, they're ultimately not going to be a playoff team, and the ball thing is going to be a distraction. It's going to be funny. What are they pouting about? Do we know? Uh,
8: they're 11 and 21. They got. Blown out by the Timberwolves last night at home, 121-104. He just said
9: it's not the same effort and not the same fight right now, and this was after a 95-92 loss to the Blazers Saturday night at Staples Center. It just, the only reason reason I bring it up is because none of us like the Lakers, so I think it's kind of
10: fun. No, without a doubt. And I the, the more anything associated with Lonzo Ball, LeVar Ball, any of the Ball family, the more it's a disaster, the better. I mean this this couldn't this couldn't be going in a better direction as far as I'm concerned. I'm still amazed. Their best players, Kyle Kuzma, he had 31 last night. This kid's a he's, he's for real. But the beauty of it is, you get to watch him about three nights a week on national TV. That's
11: true.
9: New AP poll dropped in college basketball. We did this a couple weeks ago. I want to do it again with you guys because all right. we all talk about how uh you know we don't we don't really follow college basketball till March, but it's still out there and a lot of people still care a lot about it. See if you guys can get the top. Four teams in the latest AP poll. Nova? Nova is one. Well
11: done. Well,
8: well Wichita State lost to somebody. I'm not sure if they're still in the- Is
10: ASU still up there? ASU is. Okay. Yes, ASU they're
8: is. They're third. Yes. I watched so ASU,
10: someone ball. Did someone jump to two, or was Wichita State four and dropped out? Uh
9: Wichita State is not in the top four that I'm is, staring is at. Is Oklahoma right up
10: there? Nope. Kentucky? Nope.
9: Duke? Duke is four. Right. So you've now gotten three of the top four.
10: I don't know, give us a hint.
9: A very famous basketball school and a very famous basketball head coach.
10: North Carolina. It Can't be Carolina. Nope. Indiana. Nope. UCLA. Nope. I have no idea. Think basketball coach.
13: Yeah,
9: think about the coach. I mean, he is, he's not Mike Shashevsky, but he's right there. Well, we it's named
13: not North, North Carolina. It's not Syracuse. Nope, it's nope, not. Nope, nope, nope,
9: nope, nope, nope. I hope the textures are just crushing.
13: We, we named Red. Calipari. Be
9: crushed. Is it Bill
8: Self in
10: Kansas? No.
9: Who are we missing? This is I'm just going to oh, let this go. Yeah, let I'm not going to tell you. We I, can't go to a break until you guys get Most famous
10: coach in college basketball. Who would you say? No, I didn't say he's the most famous. I he's
9: said he's not Krzyzewski,
10: but he's there. I know. But so but, Roy Williams is also famous. Right.
8: Okay. Those Calipari's two are the famous. famous. Calipari's famous. Oh,
9: this is so bad. Steve you Alford's famous. Do you want me to tell you something? No, no, stop? No, no, no. I'm not. Because I'm, no. I'm not trying to have you. No, we're not going to break until we get this.
10: Are we Patino, I'm we know he's not, he's not... Well, obviously, we're missing somebody just blatantly obvious. It's blatantly obvious. Let's think... It, I a, went a and SEC. watched this guy
9: coach a tournament game at the Pepsi Center, and his fans treat him like he was a god.
10: Who in the hell are we missing? I don't know, but we are, like, at our dumbest moment of all time here.
9: I don't Is want to... Don't, don't tell him, Jesse. Don't tell him. Don't, don't. don't somebody tell Somebody
10: in the Big Ten. Let's think Big Ten right Michigan now. State, Tom Izzo.
9: Oh, There you go.
8: I did I did not look it up. It we finally two and a figured and a half it out. Ah, uh, Tom Izzo, Tom he's Izzo's a, not in the same category uh, he yeah. as I mean, Calipari. When I, yeah, when I, when I
13: Oh yeah, he is. He oh, that guy goes to the
9: final four oh, every year. He's a great coach. I don't for
10: whatever reason he's not doesn't seem that famous to me.
13: Oh, I know it, that's weird. That don't, sounds don't weird. hedge this. I know I
9: know. It. Don't hedge
10: it. this. Tom Izzo goes to the final four every single year. Yeah. Fine. But for people who are casual college basketball fans, which I apparently Vic and I would fall into that category. He's about 10th of who you would Tom think. Tom Izzo, career I'll final four. I'm, I'm not break. saying he's not a great coach.
8: Final segment, Dick Lombardi show coming up.
10: All right, renters, it's James Merrillat from my friends at American Financing, and as 2018 approaches, it's time to stop throwing money away on rent every month. Yeah, you know this, but where do you start? How about this? Start looking into down payment assistance and first-time homebuyer programs that are going to get you into your own home for as low as a $1,000 down. That way, you're building equity for yourself. It's easy. At American Financing, they have salary-based mortgage consultants who are going to talk you through the best options. They'll get you a pre-approval letter fast so you know how much home you'll qualify and they can even hook you up with a realtor if you need one. You don't have to worry about crazy fees or feeling pressured. These are the good guys. They have over a 1,000 Google reviews, plus they have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. So pick up the phone and give them a call, 303 695 or check them out online at AmericanFinancing.com. Become a homeowner today with the official mortgage company of Altitude 950.
12: Tune in tonight on Altitude as your Denver Nuggets look for a win at home against the Utah Jazz. Pre-game starts tonight on Altitude at 6 p.m. with tip-off at 7 p.m. Check us out on the web at AltitudeSports.com for channel numbers in your area. And don't forget to like Altitude on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for game previews and exclusive interviews with your favorite Nuggets players and coaches. Altitude Sports, your TV home of the Denver Nuggets.
19: At Morningstar Senior Living at Ridgegate, simple little things make all the difference. For we know that in the details, senior living becomes senior loving. Our beautiful new community in Lone Tree celebrates senior living in the modern age. We offer suites for independent and assisted living and for memory care. Morningstar, casting a new light in Lone Tree. Call 720-545-1645. 720-545-1645.
14: Safeway is currently hiring drivers to work in our transportation department located on 570 in Colorado. You will ensure that deliveries are made on time with precision routes and timely scheduling. You will be able to go home at the end of every shift. And the starting rate for the driver's position is twenty two forty nine dollars an hour with a potential bonus of up to $5,000. You must have documented work experience in the transportation trucking industry to be considered for this position. You must have a Class A CDL, at least three years or equivalent to 300,000 miles of all-season or mountain driving experience with tractor-trailer equipment. Refrigeration experience preferred. Must be 21 years old to Apply. This is a great opportunity to work with a stable company you can retire with. Safeway treats their employees outstanding, offering an excellent compensation and benefit package starting out at $22.49 per hour with a potential bonus of up to $5,000. To apply for the driver's position, log on to SafewayDenverDC.com. That's SafewayDenverDC.com. Safeway is a drug-free workplace.
2: It's never too late to set another goal or to dream a new dream. If you want to complete your bachelor's, gain a master's or certificate, or just take a few courses, UNC Extended Campus has programs designed for the working adult. They offer online degree completion programs, degrees, certificates, and licensures. Take courses online or on campus in Denver, Colorado Springs, Loveland, and Greeley. Set another goal and make a new dream come true with the University of Northern Colorado Extended Campus. Learn more at extended.unco.edu. Sam's number three. You've
17: been coming for about 12, 13 years now.
2: It's like home. While our, all the waiters are just like family, you know?
17: I had the honey smoked salmon Caesar salad. It's delicious. I think green chili goes with everything. We did eat. We, we ate a lot. Colorado thing.
20: Service is awesome. They treat you well here.
17: Tacos, the burritos, and then the Greek. I think there are certain rules that you have to eat green chili while watching football, so.
20: Sam's number three. In Aurora, off Havana of and Parker. In Glendale, off Cherry and Leedsdale. And downtown, off 15th and Curtis.
5: Darren College, a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard.
21: I've had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I want to go out there and make a difference. I didn't find that working behind a desk, so for me it was a pretty easy decision to make. And then the opportunity to serve my community and serve my country was just icing on the cake.
5: To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station small, uncomfortable, not practical, at shop mini they've heard it all.
2: It's time to think differently about mini the 2017 countryman has more interior space than the audi q3 and the mercedes-benz gla 250 plus it's a lot more fun to drive with legendary go-kart handling and fit and finish within that'll make everyone lucky enough to drive with you envious take advantage of an exceptional offer zero percent apr for 72 months on a wide selection of 2017 mini Countryman. shop mini one price one person one hour Altitude 950, Denver's
3: All-Sports Station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Here we go,
22: yo! Here we go! I, I don't put arm strength and the rest of that crud at the top of the pile. It's how you respond to mistakes and do you know what you're looking at. Those are the two most important things, and and that's what he showed them beyond a doubt.
8: Line of the day. Line of the day from Jeff Legwald. Paxton Lynch should be on notice when the GM and his chief assistant... Is watching a game at the potato bowl.
22: <laughs> On the <a> sideline.
8: <laughs> <laughs> the freaking potato bowl. Jeff Legwald joins us every Tuesday. You heard him. You heard key to leave today. It's also time for today's edition of Know Your Abs brought to you by CSU Global. At CSU Global Campus, online education isn't another thing we do. It's all we do. During last night's game. Wasn't last night. When was it? When was the last Savs game? Saturday, Sorry, night, Saturday, Saturday night. night's game. What did Moj tell listeners about the Avs' place in NHL history? What did he say? Be the first caller, 303-753-0950. With that answer, you win a pair of tickets to an upcoming Avs home game. So give us a call today. You guys excited about your Nuggets appearance tonight?
9: Yes, if yes. you missed it, uh we qualified people all last week, and tonight is the big sit courtside with Manchester and HW. We're going with Jason. Don't know who Jason's bringing, but should be fun. So is he indeed bringing a guest, or can you? I well, would think he, he has two tickets, him. so I would hope he would bring a guest, either a buddy or he said he was married, I think, so his
10: wife, I don't know. Courtside seats, club Lexus mm-hmm. before the game at halftime. I would think he would find it possible to find someone to come with him. if the camera finds you guys tonight. Just make sure
8: you uh, mind your manners, okay? Right. What, you all freaked don't, out about that? Stumpy, I'm not sloppies. freaked
9: out. I just, I know you. And I know whatever happens on Altitude TV is going to be a microcosm of what happens on this show every day.
8: Uh, A lot of people on the text line just chiding, uh, Manchester and myself right now, how we couldn't come up with Tom Izzo's name there. Paul says, Tom Izzo, guys, Michigan State, come on, what are you thinking? Tom Izzo's one of the greats, says another. He's a legend. Yeah, we're stupid. No, we couldn't come up with that. We, neither none. one
10: of us has said
9: he's not a great yeah. coach. We'll just he's been it. to seven Final Fours. He's, yes. he's won seven coach. Big Ten
10: regular season titles, five Big Ten tournaments. In order, though, right now. You should right read now. more stats that suggest that he's a great coach, since neither one of us has ever said he's not a great coach. in order, We should though, keep doing that. Who would you deem
8: the greatest coaches in college basketball? In order, right now, off the top of your head. I'll give you mine. Coach K. Coach K. Roy Williams. Jim Bayheim, Tom Izzo. And I
10: hate Bayheim. You not putting Calipari on that list? and one won enough? Uh, he's been all over the place, I guess. Bayheim, Man. Bayheim, dude, I Bayheim's nineteen and fifty. I, I hear he's bitching that he didn't get into the tournament. You're right. You're right. I'm, I'm tired t- of Jim Bayheim. Right. I'm taking him off the list. Bill Self's got to be in that conversation. I'm going to put
8: Calipari ahead of Bayheim.
10: You're exactly right. Um, but no, but look, Tom Izzo's in that conversation. Of course, he's. A, it's a total. Total meltdown on our on our yes. part not to come up with it. It's an oversight. By the way, Vic, before we get out of here, Nate Kreckman had Clinton Portis
9: on Friday afternoon. I heard this was great. This was incredible. The, the segment went 33 minutes. What is Clinton Portis doing now? He is a, a insider for the Washington Redskins. He like interviews guys in the locker room post game and stuff. That's cool. So he has some access he has a media job. Team. Yeah. Right. Um. And I, I, you know, I told Marty there was about ten different things he could pull, but this is one of the things Marty pulled. When Clinton was talking to Nate about some of the reasons he was no longer, um, I guess committed to Denver, but I don't want to put words in Clinton's mouth because Clinton was very complimentary of the city of Denver in his time. It's a little longer, but trust me, we only play you stuff that's a little longer if it's worth hearing.
6: Let's listen. Like gang activity, some of the seedier elements in the community. Was that a major problem for you personally when you were in Denver?
18: Well, I don't want to say a major problem, but it's just something that you become aware of. Like that's not what you—that's not the environment you grew up in. Yeah. So, uh, of course, you have run-ins. You know, everyone has run-ins. I could be arguing with somebody over whatever it is, and I don't know these people. I didn't grow up with these people. This isn't my environment. So, uh, just being unaware, and, and for me. Uh, you know, when the Rent Williams went out, I'm sure he wasn't thinking, this is the last night of my life. You know, I don't think they got in that car thinking, oh, this is going to go bad. This argument is going to stem over. But, again, you, you never know your surroundings. You never know who's going through what on what day. And you just kind of want to be out of it. And that's for every city, not just Denver. Uh, that's for every city. But I'm just saying for myself personally, uh, prior to me leaving leaving Denver, I had one of those situations uh, happened New Year's night and it was a brawl. I guess it was a new club open uh, downtown Denver and we all went out, you know, and we wanted to celebrate. And I just had a run in. It turned into a street brawl. And I remember uh, myself, you know, we're out and that could have went wrong. But you know, when you look at when you look at stuff like that, I played one game after that. I think we played the Colts in the playoffs, and uh, all of a sudden that was the end of my career in Denver. So. You know, no one ever gets that story. No one ever got that story from me, but you all. Interesting.
9: So that's the first he's mentioned that. He got in a massive brawl on New Year's Eve, and and I know we had to edit it down a little bit, but he did drop some teammates' names who he was there with. Two that I remember were Ruben Drones and Ashley Um There was a huge brawl. He also talked – I would encourage you to go listen to the podcast. He talked about Darren Williams dying – um, he talked about, he he mentioned some names of some gangs. Um, Clinton didn't flat out say, I needed to get out of Denver because I was going to get a backwards path and be in a gang. But he hinted at it in a lot of different ways that he felt the environment and the people he was hanging out with were not good for him. It's fascinating stuff. Go listen to the whole thing. Th- this is going to make me sound very naive
8: and silly. But when I think of Denver, the first thing that comes to mind is not gang violence, right? It's just not. No, maybe because I didn't grow up in that environment. We don't see it every day. We know it. It exists. Certainly exists. Well, and it was. We heard a lot about it in the 80s and 90s sure. here in town. But it doesn't come to the forefront when you think Denver. Now, the guy mentioned he was in a brawl at a bar. I, I'll ask you guys, who hasn't been in a good bar brawl? Isn't that? I'm with you,
9: but again, that's why I would encourage you to listen to the whole interview because there, it just, you could tell Clinton was trying to communicate to Nate, it was not healthy for me to continue to play football in Denver. And he said all the right things about Denver and he said all the right things about Mr. Boland and Mike Shannon and I give him a lot of credit for coming on these airwaves and being honest, but just, you gotta trust me on this reading between the lines. It was Clinton Portis telling Nate Kreckman... He needed to leave Denver. He talks all about the Pro Bowl interview he did with Adam Schefter and how that turned into all this crazy thing. I mean, this interview, man, it blew my mind. Wow. Go listen to it. I'll take your word for it. I mean, Clinton was always fun to talk to when he was here. Apparently, he's got a lot more stories than we were aware about. That There's a lot there. I mean, did you guys know there was a brawl before the last game Clinton ever played in? That wasn't public no. info. Yeah.
10: Well, if, if it... Got out at all. I certainly don't remember hearing it or reading it. No. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. remember that at all.
8: There's a lot of stuff that we don't know about. I would definitely agree with that. A statement lot of stuff that we don't know about. Okay. You know? Uh, the schedule for the rest of the week, it doesn't change tomorrow. Jared Bednar show. That is at 7.30. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ads are back at it tomorrow night, correct?
9: Against guests who? The Arizona nice. Over at Pepsi Center, you thought there was fireworks Saturday? If this clown and I already forget his name isn't suspended by them for punching Samuel Gerard. Is it R- Rinaldi? I think it's Ronaldo. Ronaldo? If he plays, is it Tom Rinaldi. Fireworks tomorrow night at Pepsi Center and we're not talking about the indoor ones on New Year's Eve. I'm talking about on the ice. Is it the poet for ESPN? Is it Tom Rinaldi? Tom Rinaldi can make anyone cry.
8: He really can.
10: I mean, he's like Roy Firestone. He's, he's like, very good
6: at what he You does. know Barbara Walters a in a different writer. kind of way, but like yeah.
10: he, boy, his stories they can. Zach Ronaldo, he's
9: 27 years old. He's making 850 grand from the Coyotes this year. He's from Hamilton, Canada, and he is on. Like He threw in his salary, just threw yeah. in his salary. for the, he's the hell. gotta
10: way. know, gotta make sure
9: we all know that. Fired up finale for the day. What is
11: it?
3: Is the fired up finale presented by the Troy Hansford Real Estate Team? Here's what's got us fired up today. he fired
10: up, guys. I hate to be the one who says someone should get fired, but look, Vance, Vance Joseph's got a four year contract. He's getting paid either way. This is about what is 2018 and beyond. They made a mistake. the The leader of men, the CEO type, it, it is is not up for the task. He's not up for the job. This is the worst. Broncos team, I can remember, and that's not hyperbole. You can't bring back the coach who put that product on the field. Vance Joseph has to be done after New Year's Eve. Well, we may have that answer one week from today. That was my hot take. Mm -hmm. I mean, talk about just coming out of the gate, nailing it. Boom. Good well, choice, welcome Jesse. to
9: the party because Cleese calls for his job, Kisla's called for his job, I've called for his job, you've now called for his job too. All right, the
10: exclusive club. Zach Pete Ronaldo, Colin. by
9: the way, CBS Sports is reporting facing, quote, a lengthy suspension, so oh, really? I doubt he plays tomorrow night. I said he should get 10 games. If Landis Scott got four for doing what he did, this clown for punching Samuel Gerard in the face should can get you, 10.
8: Can you pull up what he did? I want to see it.
9: You haven't seen this yet? No, I haven't seen it yet. Alright, I'll show it to you that right, right after the Was it the Yeah, that's true. Here? I'll show it to you right after the show.
8: I'm at the Nuggets shoot around right now. Nuggets and Jazz tonight. If you're at the game, look for the front row. You will see HW in Manchester along with the guests. Should be fun. You might be on television. We'll see you tomorrow. Up next, Hastings and Brownman. Altitude nine fifty.
3: Altitude 950.
8: Rewind. Why even play your starters? Why play your starters more than a half? You want to make sure you're healthy going into the playoffs. I mean, what's the point?
20: I don't know, man. Well, we'll hope they come play them twos, man. We'll end the season on a great note. We'll beat the hell out of their twos. They can come play their twos. <laughs> and we'll, 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 we'll have a end the season on a great note.